The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors, Broadway Media, or any school district, their respective managements or employees. Geek Show Podcast, welcome to it. Brand new episode. Brand new month of July. All right, let's see. Uh, Oh, this is a good episode. You're going to like this one. Uh, It's pretty funny. Some funny stuff happening. And uh, also, we're going to review Ant-Man and the Wasp. Spoiler-free as much as possible. Uh, Also, stay till the end. Jimmy Martin brings the celebrities. He's got Katherine Hahn, Andy Samberg, and Selena Gomez interviewing. So stay till the end of the show. We also answer some of your questions. And uh, lots to happen. All right. So thank you very much. Oh, real quickly here. Um, if, if, if Follow us on Twitter. I know a lot of you are just Facebook or just Twitter. So if you're on Twitter, follow us on Twitter. It's at Geek Show, one word. Because we, you know, if you like the broken news segments, we get it to you pretty much right away on the Twitter. We, we follow a lot of uh, legit websites, and, and we retweet news items that we find. I mean, that's... So it's at Geek Show on Twitter. I'm just going to give a little love to our Twitter. Also, uh, a love to our uh, uh, Geek Show Podcast Archive.com people. Thank you very much, you guys. Uh, it's uh, People are loving this website, so uh, go there. It's like all 10 years of Geek Show there in one place. I know, hard to believe. But uh, also thanks to our sponsors. Go see them. Uh, Dr. Volt's Comet Connection. Uh, on Saturday, July 21st, everything store-wide is going to be 20 to 50% off. So uh, go see them. They're open seven days a week. It's July 21st, by the way. Open seven days a week. Hold services free. With that, you get a 10% discount on purchases over $20 or more. And the previews catalog for free. 2043 East, 3300 South in Salt Lake City, Utah. That's Dr. Bolts. Also, Cabin Fever, located in the heart of Trolley Square, also in Salt Lake City. In the corner of 500 South, 700 East, celebrating birthdays, marriages, new babies, and more. Cabin Fever is so much more than a card store. Also, uh, the Twin Sons Cafe, now serving breakfast and lunch every day but Tuesday. It's Chef Daniel. Uh, He can accommodate all sorts of diets, but the food is uh, American and Southwest Mexican influence. He wants to serve you a good, wholesome meal. 2305 South Highland Drive in Salt Lake City, the Twin Sons Cafe. Also, Black Velvet Boutique. Uh, Go see them up in Clearfield. I wish you would. 293 South State Street in Clearfield. Open seven days a week. It's not a porn or a novelty store. It's a valuable sexual wellness resource for grown-ups who enjoy or want to enjoy sex. They also have free sex education workshops. And Peter Pan Vampire is on Kickstarter till July 12th from Utah creator Gary Brantner. Story simple. Peter Pan is a vampire. Go and take a look at it. The details are at kickstarter.com. Search Peter Pan the Vampire First Issue Redo. And that's how you'll find it. And, uh, yeah, thank you. Give Gary some love there, if you would. All right, let's get to this episode. The name of the episode, I neglected to mention it. Hulk-like Fire Island. I'm trying to sound it. Hulk-like Fire Island. I need to gravel it up a bit. Uh, Yeah, you'll understand why in just a few moments. Please to enjoy. Oh, welcome back to the basement. Oh, God, it's so great yes. to be here, man. It's great. Yeah. Let's do, let's just do it, you let's, guys. Let's do the introductions do it. quickly because I got stuff here. Yeah. yeah All let's, right. Let's, lay let's it down. fucking really do our best today. He wants to do his best. He's Shannon Barnes. Hi, I'm Shannon. I do a pub quiz. Come fucking do it. <laughs> Eight o'clock. Lucky thirteen. Change your damn life. There we go. 
Jay Whitaker, everybody. That's me. I'm gonna do all. I'm gonna do all my plugs with just one noise. Whoa! That's it. He did them all wow. at once. Just slow down your your playback, and you'll you'll get it all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Slow down the tape. It's yep. Jay Whitaker. Uh, he wants you to slow down the tape. He's Lee George K. I really do because I'm getting old, and the tape is going too fast. <laughs> slow everything. The tape's, slow the tape's too tape. damn fast. I just want to sit here and paint my little men, my little soldiers. I just want to paint them. I want to take pictures of them, put them up on the Vagabond Studios page on the Facebook. That sounds. I want to sell you some jerky on Etsy. Just look for fresh vegan foods, or you know, high five me. I'll be panhandling on the corner of State and Maine. Well, that's what I call jerking off. Slow that tape down. Paint, paint my little man. So slow Ooh. down. Slow down. <laughs> slow that tape down, you kids. <laughs> Jimmy Martin, everyone. Hello. Hi. Watch me on uh, KSL. <laughs> Big movie mouth off. Read me in Slug. Uh, mediocre show and geek show. At the end of this episode. All right. Uh, there's interviews coming. Mm. Yes. What? It's uh, the cast of Hotel Transylvania 3. Oh. Now, I haven't seen the other ones, so this could be the best You're going to be lost. I'll be, I don't know what's going to be going on. Well, I know the Eagles did the theme song. But it's actually some good uh, <laughs> some good people going to be involved with it. Uh, there's Selena Gomez, big name. Yeah. Uh, then you got Catherine Hahn uh, yes. from SNL. Funny. Oh, yeah. I think she's funny as hell. Funny. Uh, but the one I'm very excited for is Mr. Andy Samberg. Uh I thought you were going to say Adam Sandler. He knows well. who's not. He's not the dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sandler's, Sandler's Dracula in that. Yeah, yeah. Dracula. He's Dracula. But I'm a, I'm who a does huge... uh, Andy Samberg play in he's, it? He's played, I think he's the girl's boyfriend. boyfriend. Oh, yeah. like that. Okay. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, I'm a huge Brooklyn Nine-Nine fan and, yeah. uh, and Lonely Island. Cool. And, so Just I'm Andy excited. Samberg fan, basically. Yeah, essentially, yeah. So. So. I even like that Daredevil show he, movie he was in. Hot Rod, one of the greatest underrated movies of all time. Still haven't seen it. Tony loves it. It's one of a my great. Favorites. No, it, it really is. Kids' table. That's up right. Up, all right. Up top. Right um, up in the hotel trance. And our host. <laughs> Wait, no. <laughs> oh, he loves. Uh, he loves hot rod. I love He's hot quad rod. T. Check me out on Twitter at quad T Tony or every other week on the Gadget Spot with Woo! Owen, Jaron, and a super secret special guest. And always every week here on the Geek Show. Speed Thank up you. the tape. Hey, we, uh, we have a host. What? Oh, yes. Mr. Gary Jackson. Uh, Monday through Friday, 6 to 10, x96.com. I think I'm back. All right. Such a lovely place. <laughs> it was Bobby Boris Pickett actually yeah. doing Hotel yeah. Transylvania. Yeah. That's pretty good. It's deep. Such a All lovely right. place. Cut. Now, uh, coming up, we got broken news. We also have uh, que- your questions that you sent us via the internets. Not answering that and, one. And uh, then the cast of Hotel Transylvania 3. Three. Three. Who's in debt? I just told you. All the people he he just listed. Pay attention to the show. Andy Samberg, Michael Keegan Keel. (laughs) Call back to last week. Flippity-dobbity-key. Straight cats. Okay. Now I have here, I think this is hilarious. Uh, This was put put together by Kyle Buchanan from Vulture. Um, And uh, I am assuming that he he is a gay person. Because he has made <laughs> a list. weird the way you said that. He, is a, he has made a list of the gayest Marvel movies okay. ranked. Is this one of those things where if he's not a gay person, he shouldn't be able to make these jokes? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. All okay. Right. And, then, and full disclosure, you said you were a little... I'm a little uncomfortable. A little dicey. This is a, this this. a room of straight guys, but yeah. I think you'll find this very funny. This is a room of straight guys. Is it... <laughs> Is it ascending or descending? It's starting at the bottom and working your way up to the starting most. So, so, at the so you're saving the most. <laughs> you <laughs> said, the, said at the bottom, not on the bottom. So <laughs> would you describe the bottom of the list as powerful? Perhaps uh, yeah. a because I know power bottoms, I know we'll power see. tops. Yeah. We're not so allowed to make like, these it's going jokes, from guys. Least gay 
To so, most gay. To most gay. Okay. Uh, so here's what he says. I've never quite understood Marvel's reluctance to introduce a gay character in the movies, mostly because, have you seen the movies? Yeah. Well, Bucky is so clearly so hot they're, for Steve. He says, they're gay, honey. <laughs> they're fully on the precipice of coming out. They are so gay that I found pictures of Tom Daly in their search history. Hey, but, but which movie is the gayest? So he, No, the, the gayest character, obviously, and he came out at the end of Infinity War. Is when Bucky looked at Steve and said, Steve, and then disintegrated. I think he was right about to say, I've always loved you. Yeah. So here's how he decides. A few housekeeping notes before we start. This list contains only films in the MCU, so it doesn't feature Deadpool, who is pretty heteroflexible, or any of the X-Men series, which once spent an entire movie on Oscar Isaac giving people makeovers. (laughs) That's a good point. The points earned or lost by these entries are based solely on whether they tickled my queer sensibility and are awarded almost at random because people take rankings way too seriously. Yes! <laughs> All right. I like this guy. So, this is Kyle Buchanan and Vulture. All right, number 19. And if you care to guess... 19? 19? Yeah. Uh, what, the least gay Marvel This is the movie? least gay Marvel movie. In the current? Uh, now, is, it, is this like... Just the MCU. It's oh, Hawkeye. just MCU. Hawkeye. Well, that, he doesn't have a movie. No, it's not, not, not characters. It's not characters. Movies. 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 Oh, movies? There's 19 of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Go with, uh, uh, I, lo- I love that Deadpool is described as heteroflexible. Yes. Like well, all right. We'll start number 19. Iron Man 2. No. Thor The Dark World. Okay. Well, there's a lot of bondage elves in that, though. And he gives it minus <laughs> He gives it minus 400 points for this reason. <laughs> a gay movie would never kill off Rene Russo. Uh, that's true. <laughs> that's that is true. Yeah. All right. All right. Number 18. Uh-huh. The Incredible Hulk. Yeah. Edward Norton simply doesn't have queer appeal, and if dating Courtney Love can't give that to you, nothing can. Minus 200. <laughs> he dated Courtney Love? I just thought, yeah, did he? Instead of most of Seattle. But let's face it, Edward Norton is as heterosexual as waiting in a line or naming your child after a Twilight character. Oh, God. <laughs> so that's what he says. Oh, my God. So, uh, Both good points. Number 17. <laughs> Avengers Infinity War. Yeah. Oh. The movie labors so hard to give Thanos a motivation when they could have just gone with, I love jewels. (laughs) (laughs) He did snap his fingers, though. Uh, But only once. They never tell us who the president is in Infinity War, but when Cap greets Bucky with just two backpats, I found myself screaming, Trump's America. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. He hasn't seen his buddy in a really long time. He just goes... What's up, pal? Two, he two, did the heterosexual hug. Yeah, that's yeah. because he was he was struggling with his feelings. But yeah. at the end, he looked at him and he said, I love you, but he disintegrated. Just right. with his eyes, though. Well, his eyes told me everything I needed to know. <laughs> Will you marry me? Yeah. <laughs> See if it's still legal, but at least for the moment. <laughs> Number 16, the original Iron Man, the first one. Iron Man. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. woos Leslie Bibb and Gwyneth Paltrow. And you know what? At least they're both Ryan Murphy muses. So that's it. You have to know who Ryan Murphy is to get that joke. Uh, number 15, Ant-Man. Yeah, that's pretty straight. The first uh, MCU movie to star a clueless cast member. Evangeline Lilly's hair is styled like Edna Mode for some reason. It really it is. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> wow, it is. Um, so that's extra 50 points because Edna. it's Edna Mode, but also 100, because why would you do that to poor Aunt Evangeline Lilly? <laughs> Edna Mode. Right. He was in love with the male aunt. Edna. No. Oh, that's true. <laughs> Number 14, Iron Man 2. Mm. Uh, My bird. Most gay because the villain has a pet bird. Wow. <laughs> 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 Plus, it gives it 72 points for that. I want my bird. My bird. Uh, features, bird. features extremely heterosexual cameos from Bill O'Reilly, DJ AM, and Elon Musk. 
Elon Musk is in Iron Man uh, too. I guess I have to he's watch at the it party now. Huh? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Uh, anyway, so there we go. Uh, number thirteen, Spider-Man: Homecoming. Hmm. Tony and Peter's whole thing is the weirdest case of a billionaire exploiting a twink since <laughs> <laughs> since Whoa. Peter since Peter Thiel joke redacted. <laughs> Holy <laughs> Don't want to wow. get sued. This is well written. Uh, second character introduced in the film is Tyne Daly. <laughs> Yeah! <laughs> 175 points, and I'm willing to add points if the sequel finds a role for Sharon Glass. All right. Okay. Some Cagney and Lacey jokes up there, people. Yep. Uh, when Marissa Tomei discovers Peter shirtless with another boy, she just grins like, I've done an Iris Sachs movie. I've got this. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. There are, there are a lot more jokes. You should look this up and yeah. read it yourself, because I'm, I'm just skimming through this real yeah. quick. Number 12, The Original Avengers. I will never forget that even straight men gasped when the movie introduced Captain America, but first. What? Go back, go back and... It did? It did. That's the, you, they showed his butt first? Butt first, yep. Jeremy Renner dresses like a like trade throughout and features the least egregious ScarJo hair. Okay. Right. Hmm. Iron Man 3 is number 11. A rare Shane Black movie with no gay jokes. <laughs> <laughs> Proving... Don't quit. Don't quit your gay job, Harry. <laughs> Harry. Uh, oh, literally the last movie Joan Rivers appeared in before she died. Oh. Uh, All right. Wow. Uh, Guy Pierce consistently wears no-show socks. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> what the fuck, yo? All no, right. I'm checking my socks. This shit is crazy. Uh, number 10, Captain America, the first Avenger. Cap plunges his plane into an Arctic shell of... Ice instead of going on even one date with a woman. <laughs> God damn! Um, <laughs> that's funny. The, the first MCU film to feature a cast member from The Devil Wears Prada, Stanley Tucci. Oh, yeah. oh okay. Uh, there's there's goddamn Ellen Menken's song in there, you guys. All right, let's see. Uh, stars Haley Atwell, two hundred plus points just for that. I'm, mm. I'm like, I, I I think I'm starting to figure out who who the top one is. Number nine, Thor, the first one. I, was, I thought this would be higher. The, the original Thor, first Marvel film to codify the gratuitous shirtless scene. Yep, yep. Uh, let's see, co-starred Cat <sighs> Dennings when she was still unsullied by Two Broke Girls fame. God, that's oh, horrible. Yeah. Uh, oh, she's so pretty. Not only is there a rainbow bridge, but it's called the Bifrost. <laughs> Representation matters. <laughs> Number eight, Avengers Age of Ultron. Stars a bitchy gay robot. <laughs> <laughs> There's also a second gay robot, Vision. Are all robots gay? It seems that way. <laughs> That's what he asks. Elizabeth Olsen is forced to recite her lines like Isabella Rossellini on Quaaludes. <laughs> uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson tries his best to sell a questionable dye job, and truly, what gay man hasn't? <laughs> All right. Uh, number number seven. We're almost to number. We're almost to number one. Yeah, yeah, number seven. Doctor Strange. Hmm. Yeah. Doctor Strange bails on Rachel McAdams in order to better worship Tilda Swinton. And that's <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's this, the kind this. of man who doesn't watch too many Guy Fieri shows if you get my drift. That's a great reference. I love the the Tilda if you watch Kimmy Schmidt, mm -hmm. uh, Titus Andromedon's boyfriend in there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Great. 
Uh, the film's breakout carrier, uh, the film's breakout character, is a fancy cloak that likes to maul evil hunks. <laughs> <laughs> I've just seen uh, one of my favorite cosplays at Denver Comic Con when Cat and I were out there. Someone dressed as the cloak from Doctor Strange. Oh, that's <laughs> funny. Fuck out of here. How? Yeah. They, How? Just, they were behind it. There was like a sheet in front of it, and there was a little screen he could see where the the collar bends. That's mm-hmm. fucking. It was great. hilarious. Uh, yeah, it, no, that's awesome. It assumes we want to see Benedict Cumberbatch sh- uh, shirtless. Sometimes it's nice to be invited to the party, even if you don't want to go. (laughs) At one point, Tilda Swinton conjures a spell by snapping and voguing. True. All right. Uh, Oh, this it's the only MCU entry to canonically address the existence of the world's most powerful superhero, Beyonce. That's right. Because that's right. Number six, Black Panther. Yeah, okay. I had had this higher. You had it higher? Yeah. I, I think I know. Uh, A lot of costume design. Winston Duke, <laughs> Winston Duke choking Chadwick Boseman with his thighs. <laughs> That's true. It is wow. the it is the scene I never had, the scene everybody would want, and the scene that everyone deserves. I don't know a better scene. I don't know a better scene. <laughs> wow. Speaking of him, the hit the Mountain Dew commercials he's doing. Yeah, are Winston fucking yeah. hilarious. Somehow this movie has more shirtless wrestling than Riverdale. <laughs> <laughs> And more and more tear stained cheeks than a Julianne Moore clip reel. Oh my god! <laughs> I believe that people are born gay, but I also believe homosexuality can be traced to Angela Bassett wearing that one hat. <laughs> god damn, this dude is on oh, point. Oh, he is funny. Who wrote this? Uh, his name is uh, Kyle Buchanan god. from from Vulture. God damn! All right, uh, let's see. Uh, I understand why you would make Eric and T'Challa cousins, but it really inhibits our ability to ship them. (laughs) (laughs) Number five, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Let's see. uh, Features so many subplots about coping with repressed trauma that this may be the A Little Life of Superhero Movies. All right. Elizabeth Debicki is painted gold and runs an evil space gym. (laughs) (laughs) A uh, crucial exposition about an alien fuckfest is delivered via ceramic figurines. Wow. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, the rare superhero movie that takes time for two sisters to truly work through their issues. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Number four, Civil War, Captain America. At one point, the film cuts from an explosion to Hope Davis playing piano in Pearls. <laughs> Later, the film cuts from a different action sequence to Vision standing in his kitchen, queening out about paprika. (laughs) (laughs) I remember that. I'm not saying Vision reminds me of a lot of gay men I know, but he does love cashmere sweaters and Elizabeth Olsen. (laughs) (laughs) This is very well written. He is funny. Uh, let's see. Somehow this film has no shirtless scenes, which means it's the meanest thing that Marvel has done since firing Edgar Wright. Oh, 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 oh snap! That's a deep cut. Oh, he got, yeah. <laughs> we're, we're down to the top three. The top three. I can't stand I, it. I wonder. I think you're right, dude. Right. I well, think you're right. You think I, got, you yeah, think I, think I nailed you number it. one? All right, let's see it. if you did. Captain America the Winter Soldier is number three. Cap and Bucky pound each other into submission <laughs> in a homo- in a homoerotic arc that involves back from the dead reveals, 
Hugs disguised as grapples, and Bucky dramatically wearing a mask over his mouth like he's Valentina on Drag Race. Oh my God. I, I don't know that reference, but damn. That's funny. Uh, Sebastian Stan bravely works a look that can only be described as, what if Norman Reedus showered? <laughs> this is so fucking good. This is fucking good. <laughs> I love oh, it. God, I love this. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Number two. <laughs> Tony. I know one. We're, we're down to the top yep, two. I'm still good. I'm, yeah. Which, still good. Okay. Let me see what your number two is. And number I'll... two. Guardians of the Galaxy. I got the first. it. You yeah. got it. You got it. Yeah. 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 Okay. Number two. Uh, in the first four minutes, young Peter falls down sobbing and cries out, Mom, so basically my childhood. Oh. <laughs> Look, we're all hot for Chris Pratt back then, and there's no sense of pretending that we weren't. Uh, the concept of a found family is very queer. Uh, the film's visual aesthetic incorporates every Crayola crayon I was afraid to be seen using as a child. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, the villain is defeated through the power of friendship. Yeah. Uh, remember Glenn Close in that lipstick and that wig? Yes. <laughs> right? Peter is Carrie, Gamora is Miranda, Drax is Charlotte, and Rocket is somehow Berger. <laughs> Berger? Oh, my God. Berger? Berger. 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 He got it. And Tony guessed the he got it. number one. Do you want me to say it? The gayest Marvel movie. Is what? Captain America. Oh. No. No, <laughs> no you fucking wrote it. Ragnarok. Yeah. Yeah. Or Ragnarok. Ragnarok. It's easily Ragnarok. Thor Ragnarok is number one. I once saw Taiki Watiti at a party, and he was wearing a see-through mesh shirt. <laughs> That's all he needed, huh? When I was when I was thinking about which pictures I wanted for this article, my first instinct was shirtless Hemsworth, Tessa Thompson, and Kate Blanchett. And then I remembered they were all from the same movie. <laughs> Confirms that Kate Blanchett is using her late 40s in the same way Kirst Kristen Stewart has been using her late 20s to turn everyone lesbian. <laughs> wow. I had, I had one image why I thought it'd be number one. <laughs> I wonder if it's on there. Uh, there's a Hulk nude scene. Yes, that's, yeah. Yeah. that's exactly what it was. That was that one, and I was also thinking of the uh, the happy birthday party scene. It's in my the birthday. Dude, well, you say that fucking Jeff Goldblum go just in it, general yeah. in his yeah. makeup well, and shit. He's got Jeff Goldblum with blue on his lips. Yeah, yeah. that Thor, was another great cosplay. Thor, Thor's haircut. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, let's see. Taiki Watiti is married to a woman, but I fully believe he would at least make out with himself. <laughs> I think he confirms that in the cut in, the, uh, in, the, yeah. in the sizzle reel. And then this is, I think, the best line. Mark Ruffalo and Chris Hemsworth strategize about safe, patch, safe passage through the anus. <laughs> oh, yeah, the devil's anus. Yeah, the yeah, devil's yeah. anus, yeah. Yep. <laughs> Fuck, man. Every time I think of that movie, because I brought this screener home during the holidays and my dad watched it, my dad doesn't care about Marvel movies. And the next morning he goes, man, that movie is funny. The Devil's Anus. <laughs> no, that movie, no. That's what I love Thor Ragnarok. That I, movie was fucking was great. Hilarious. I wrote down Ragnarok around what we're on, like number 12 or 13. Yeah. I guessed Ragnarok. I, I, guess, I, I figured Black Panther would be either one or three. But full on, like, them them staying in the same room and then the Hulk just busting it out, take, you know, getting butt oh, naked yeah. and hopping in the hot tub. For yeah. sure. <laughs> yeah. And he does say, Hulk like fire. Hulk like fire. <laughs> fire. All right. 
So thank you very much uh, to Kyle Buchanan from and Vulture. That, that guy is great. Very that well. Is, I'm I'm follow, I gotta follow that. That dude is damn Twitter, funny. Man. It's it's at Kyle Buchanan. So That's there you fucking go. All right, funny, man. we're gonna Hulk go like Fire Island. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna take a break. Have broken news. Come back with your questions. After these messages, we'll be right back. Let's see what's happening at Doctor Volt's Comic Connection in July. Superstar writer Ta-Nehisi Coates, hot off of his blockbuster run of Black Panther, starts his run with Captain America. After the fallout from last year's Secret Empire, the world views Steve Rogers very differently. What will Captain America do to win back the trust of the whole world? Find out. And uh, at DC, uh, oh, don't miss the event of the summer. Batman and Catwoman are tying the knots. And with the Joker on the loose, it's guaranteed to be a beautiful ceremony, but the reception is going to be killer. There's a special event on Saturday, July 21st. Everything store-wide is going to be 20 to 50% off because the creators of the comic Sugar Glider will be in-store signing. And they want to alert you to this new Kickstarter, Daring Heroes The Golden Age. It's an exciting adventure card game that puts each player in the role of a fantastic superhero of yesteryear. Team up with your fellow players to defeat the villains and race against time to save the city. Live on Kickstarter. Open seven days a week. The whole service is free, and with that, you get a 10% discount on purchases over $20 or more, and the previews catalog for free. 2043 East, 3300 South. It's Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. Cabin Fever, proud to be a locally owned business since opening its doors in 1982. What started as a small card shop has now become so much more than a card store. With an ever-increasing array of gifts and collectibles, from licensed lunchboxes, retro candy, gift bags, playing cards, wrapping paper, coffee table books. Oh, how can we forget the rubber duckies? Jigsaw puzzles, coffee mugs, shot glasses, toys, gag gifts, magic. Celebrating birthdays, marriages, new babies, and more. Cabin Fever has grown up over the years while still keeping its tongue firmly planted in the world of the meek, the geek, and the freak. Stop by Cabin Fever and say hi. They're open from 10 to 9, Monday through Saturday, and from 12 to 5 on Sunday. Located in the heart of Trolley Square, at the corner of 5th South and 7th East, it's Cabin Fever, so much more than a card store. Peter Pan the Vampire is on Kickstarter till July 12th from Utah creator Gary Brantner. The story is simple. Peter Pan is a vampire, chased by a newbie slayer that discovers all fairy tales are hiding among us. The Kickstarter fully funded and finished, except for the thank you page with your name on it, so you're guaranteed the comics. You can even advertise your comic, comic shop, or whatever in the book. For details, check out kickstarter.com. Search Peter Pan the Vampire First Issue Redo. This is not your everyday cafe, and this is just one indication delicious Twin Sons Cafe is. Go eat there, you should. Mexican-influenced Americana cuisine, daily specials, and they're still rocking home delivery, along with a full-service catering. Find comfort food in a cafe inspired by a galaxy far, far away. That's Twin Sons Cafe in Sugar House, 2305 South Highland Drive, just across from the liquor store. Open from 8 to 3 p.m. daily, except Tuesdays. Get details online at twinsonscafeslc.com. Hugs are free. Twin Sons, not your everyday cafe. Out of this f***ing world, it's food is. What's up? 
Broken news. Welcome to it. Yeah. Ant-Man died? What? <laughs> what? what? Weird. He did. It's a weird choice. He did. It was an odd choice. It really was. Yeah. I thought, sucks. you know, it's, it's, that's a director taking a chance. Yeah. <laughs> In the first three minutes. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. Why didn't they just call it the Wasp? Giving us old yeah. material in a really fresh new way. It was right. weird. He got he got got caught by a drive-by shooting. Michael Douglas looks like shit in that suit too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll uh, we'll get to it. Broken news. None of that's true, by the way. Okay, hang on. Yeah. Broken news. Jay, Jimmy, counts. Shannon joining me for broken news, and uh, we'll, we'll we'll review Ant Man and the Wasp coming up in a moment. All right, but first, raise a glass. Gotta pour one out. Steve Ditko. Yeah. Oh, I didn't say Jay's boxing career, but you know, it's totally fine. <laughs> I think that Jay will box again someday. I think he will, too. You're, you're not fake. against me. Jay, your face is fully intact. I'm That's looking right. at it. It's fully intact. My agent is happy. But, uh, <laughs> seriously. <laughs> seriously. That, I'll bet that was a, uh, was a conversation. No, like, seriously. Yeah. My agent is happy. I'll bet that Jay... I sent her a selfie this morning. She's like, thank you. <laughs> not yours, but some of those helmets get intense. Yeah, yeah they It's do. almost like they're wearing like, an inflatable ball in their head. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Steve Ditko... Um, also known as the uh, the Salinger of the of the comic book world because he was a, a recluse, didn't didn't come out much. Yeah. Uh, was found in his apartment on June 29th. Uh, he was, you know, pretty old. Ninety. Ninety. Yeah. So, they say no cause of death has been listed, but I. Ninety. Pretty sure. Yeah, being ninety. You get to say being ninety. <laughs> Died for being ninety years old. Um, <laughs> but uh, I hope I do too. I know, right? <laughs> but uh, Ditko. Apparently was never married. They can't find any record of him ever being married. Mm. No, no. He has a son somewhere. Now, I watch a lot of Dateline. I think that yeah. means his wife killed him. I think so? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> now, the reason that he's important, for those of you who don't know, uh, Ditko and Stan Lee created Spider-Man. Yeah. Now, if you don't believe me, there if you go online and you look, there is Stan Lee handed Jack Kirby the idea for Spider-Man. And Jack Kirby drew something up that looked nothing like what we know of Spider-Man today. Lee didn't like it, handed it to Ditko and said, make something. And he came up with the red, the blue, the the webs, the eyes, the whole thing. That's Steve Ditko. So that's that's just one of the things he's responsible for. Doctor Uh, Strange? Doctor Strange was the other thing. You talk to the special effects guys that did the Doctor Strange movie, and they said, you know, it was a challenge to recreate that Steve Ditko stuff. You know, when Doctor Strange, when he travels into the realm to challenge Dormammu. Hmm. Um, Is that how you say his name? Dormammu. That sounds ethnic. <laughs> <laughs> it's alien. Yeah. <laughs> but it sounds ethnic. Technically. It's pronounced alien. Oh, sorry. It sounds like a dish that you order. Can Technically, I pass, can, you, uh, can I get some more of the salt on the Dormammu? At a Greek restaurant? Or <laughs> but that's that's another one that he completely created. Steve Ditko. The whole look, the whole I, you know thing behind Doctor Strange. That's all Steve Ditko. Uh, he also uh, created Doctor Octopus. That Shit. look. You know, yeah. the, the looks for the characters that we know today. Sandman. The Lizard, wow. green, green Goblin. Holy shit. Yeah. It's a big to the whole fucking universe. All, all of the Spidey villains, uh, Yeah, the, the Spider-Verse, the pretty Sinister much. Six, I mean, yeah. really. Uh, he also, uh, for DC, uh, The Question. What? Yeah. 
He created that one. The, the look of it, again, not he didn't write it. He's an artist. But just created the look. Yeah, the but questions, that's it. That's an iconic thing. Yeah. Hawk and Dove. Mm. The, the Creeper. Oh, my the gosh. Creeper. I love the Remember Creeper. Remember the Creeper? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All for DC Comics. He's always on Dateline. I see him all the time. <laughs> I yeah. say, I know a lot of Creepers. <laughs> Do you have a seat? Do you have a seat? <laughs> so you said you want to show her your penis. Uh, but uh, I didn't. I'm not. I didn't wear it today. But I have a watch with you know Amazing Fantasy. What is it? 15 on it. You know, first time you see Spider Man. Oh. It's that famous cover. That's Ditko. He he drew my favorite. One of my favorite issues of Spider Man. And they kind of they kind of like paid uh, tribute to it and. Yes, Homecoming. it's the one the, where he's trapped and yeah, yeah under, trapped under that, under all that, that under all that stuff, under all that rubble, and, and, the, and the waters and the waters rising. Up. Yeah, yeah, it was so weird because I was. And they, uh, I, I retweeted it on. Uh, it was either on Geek Show or on my personal Twitter at uh, RFH Carry or at Geek Show. Uh, that that whole segment from yeah. somebody, and it is and it is paid homage to in Homecoming. Yeah, it was yeah. so weird because I, I told Jen that on the day we found out he died, we I just randomly turned on Homecoming. Mm-hmm. I go, oh, this is, they're doing mm-hmm. this, you know, from my, it was, I think it's number 33. Okay. Yeah, I think so, yeah. yeah. And uh, I don't know. He was important. Damned important. Yeah. Apparently, shit. Um, in a statement, uh, Joe Casada from Marvel said only a small group of individuals can claim that they have affected and redefined not just an industry, but popular culture worldwide. Steve Ditko was one of those few who dared to break molds every time his pencil and pen hit a blank sheet of paper. In his lifetime, he blessed us with gorgeous art, fantastical stories, heroic characters, and a mystical persona worthy of some of the greatest creations. And much like his greatest co-creation, Steve Ditko's legend and influence will outlive us all. So, Ditko. Are you saying the look and feel of Doctor Strange, the movie, is has a... Has a oh, absolutely. It's an homage to his work. Absolutely. Well, mm-hmm. That guy's a genius. It's got a sprinkle of Dormammu on it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, I interrupted the his cheese. his whole yeah, yeah. Raise a glass to get to Ditko yeah. in your cubicle as you're listening right now. <laughs> yeah, Dormammu, Dormammu, I have come to bargain. All right, brilliant. Let's get the box office here. Ant Man and the Wasp, seventy six million U.S. Really, one hundred sixty one mil globally. Uh, easily besting the first Ant Man movie, hmm. which anyone who listens to this podcast know we. Shouted that you should go and see that. I know a lot of people who have still not seen the yeah, first I, one. I do too. I I know people that don't even realize that he's an Avenger. I said it on big movie. If you think this movies that these movies don't matter, mm-hmm. you're wrong. Go yeah. see them. There they there are, are some people who just go to the Avengers movies. I know, you know, I know, but and I don't I don't understand why they do that. Anyway, um, so Disney scored a second victory over the weekend as well. Incredibles two is now the top grossing animated film of all time in North America. Huh. It beat Finding Dory, which was the top one. Really good. And it is so good. Uh, And then another uh, record-breaking box office thing here. Uh, Jurassic World crossed a billion dollars globally. Well, this, it's probably the smartest movie made in the past 30 years. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Shut up. You're stupid. It's not the smartest Man, movie in the past 30 days. People are hating on that movie. They are. I don't know why. I don't, just, under, I don't understand the high praise or the high hate. To yeah. Right. I don't understand. Just let it be. I don't know. Yeah, just, just let like it be. It's, it's, it's summer. It's, yeah. it's goddamn stupid. Stupid. What did it's you call two and a half hours it's, distraction. But it's enjoyably stupid. Shannon sat next to me and he said, he just kept saying, haven't any of these people seen a Jurassic Park movie before? Because <laughs> this is such a Jurassic Park movie. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Anyway, all right. On to some more news and then we'll review some movies, including Ant-Man. Uh, Carrie Russell 
Yeah, I saw this. You Felicity? Yeah. Felicity. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just recently on The Americans, which I watched the first season and loved. Uh-huh. Second season dragged and I dropped off. And mm. then I heard that it got good again. So Never seen one anyway. episode. But uh, she is good. in talks to join Star Wars Episode Nine. I, re- oh. I read it was a done deal. It still talks. Okay. Uh, oh, as of this story, it was okay. still talks, but I'll bet it's a done deal. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, J.J. Abrams, Felicity. Uh-huh. That's how they know each other. Well, they had more ladies through the Star Wars. No. <laughs> <laughs> They're not they saying, got enough girls. They're not saying what role it is, uh, whether it's a good guy, bad guy. Who knows? It'd be a bad girl, or bad girl, or good girl. Oh, yeah. Okay. She ought to go. She ought to go ahead and cancel <laughs> her Twitter right now. I'm not yeah. going to assign gender. Yeah. 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 Hey, there's going to be another woman in Star Wars. Yeah. Hope you're mad about it. You, you people that get mad about that shit. Yeah, Carrie, R- Carrie Russell, you might want to go dark. Yeah. Boy, I'll Cause, say. Because everyone's going to hate on I know. I, I, hey, welcome to the family. I'm, yeah. You know, let's, let's say, I, I'm, I'm just excited about everything. Every time this shit happens, I'm, I'm just like, hell yeah. Let's bring it on. Absolutely. Because what, what? And apparently we're in the minority of podcasts like that have this idea, this attitude. Oh, yeah. We are in the minority. You guys are definitely in the minority. I was okay with her until she had her hair cut in season two. And then it very <laughs> just took sure. me out of it. Well, like most podcasts are wrong <laughs> about. Most, most podcasts have a problem with, uh, they, 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 they call it Disney Star Wars. It's not real Star Wars. Yeah, they get trolly. Why? About it. What is real? What, the, and I real Star Wars? That's a fucking oxymoron. I know, right? That What? So what but, are the yeah, other ones? Just, just Fox Star Wars? I just found out, though, that we are in the minority yeah. when it comes to podcasts that feel this way about, we're, we're fine with, with, with all this uh, changes. We're fine with it. And well, we're in the minority, Why apparently. would you not be? Real Star Wars. It's not real Star Wars. I t- again, those words, that is the they idea. are words, but they, the way you're using them, <laughs> yeah. they, anyway. So, welcome to the family, Carrie Russell. We look forward to seeing no, what you got. No doubt about it. All right. Now this this is uh, this is an oh interesting one. This is an interesting one now. Morbius the Living Vampire. Holy oh shit. God damn. Such a stupid fucking character. It, it really was not a very popular character. Um oh. <laughs> For those who don't know. Blank, Mar- blank stares for me and Jimmy right now. <laughs> Marvel Marvel Comics character created by uh, Roy Thomas and artist Gil Kane. Appeared in Amazing Spider-Man number 101 in 1971. Uh, the first issue not written by Stan Lee, interestingly enough. Um, the project based the anti-hero Morbius the Living Vampire, Dr. Michael Morbius. A scientist who suffers from a rare blood disease and attempted to cure himself to disastrous results. Instead of being cured, he became afflicted with a condition that was a form of vampirism. The thirst for blood, fangs, super strength, and fought Spider-Man. Over time, he became a slightly heroic figure in his own right, headlined his own comic titles. Look at this dumbass. I'm sorry, I'm showing Jimmy and... He looks like fucking Gavin Rossdale. He does. A rare blood disease. He looks like one of the Lost Boys. Or, Or does he look like Jared Leto? Oh, God. No, please say no. He's yep. doing it? Oh. Yeah. All right, I'm, yeah. I'm not mad at that. He could get away with that. He's becoming Hollywood's go-to weirdo. He, well, he yeah. is Hollywood's go-to weirdo. Um, he is, and this is now this is a Sony property. Okay. Because they own the Spider-Man characters. So this will be done at Sony. And there you go. Uh, it's, it is going forward. It's yeah, mm. so stupid. <laughs> it's just... I know that it's... Ugh. I know it's an easy go-to for the, for the movie companies because they go, people like vampires... 
Do we have a vampire? Yeah. Yeah, let's do a vampire. We Is ran out. We ran out of blade. <laughs> blade? <laughs> that was like fucking 20 years ago, man. Oh, they need to, they Are we need done to, with blade? We need to bring blade back. We There's do. Twilight, I think. And I, 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 w- I honestly would like to see a blade movie. Me too. Just I for love no those fucking movies. Reason. Those movies were a guilty pleasure. I want to know. Well, I just want to figure out where Blade's Barber was. Doesn't Ryan, <laughs> isn't it Ryan Reynolds that has that hilarious moment? Yeah, Hannibal. Yeah. He plays Hannibal. That's yeah. the only reason that Trinity is acceptable. Yeah, it's true. Well, now think about this, and this is just me speculating, okay, because now Sony owns the Spider-Man characters. They're doing the Venom movie. They're now doing Morbius. <laughs> Oh some dark characters. Yeah, every time you say that, dude, just I know, right? It's stupid. <laughs> I wait for the pace pot Pete. Oh my god. <laughs> god. Oh god. <laughs> Triple P. So anyway, there you go. Um and finally this. Uh for those of you who are going to San Diego Comic Con, if you are. Bring money. Bring money. And don't necessarily go to the con. This is what we've learned, is that it's, it's crowded as fuck inside there, and all the fun shit happens outside of it. I think we've said it on the show before. We have. You yeah. guys are the ones that briefly brought me into the, the limelight of that shit. Because <laughs> we I was like, guys, check it out. I slept in the fucking grass all night, and this is the first image of Batman Superman. <laughs> yeah, we're looking at it right now. We're also in a, at a bar. <laughs> we're at a bar. Yeah. We're, we're at the Tilt the Kilt. We're having yeah. a good time. We're at the Tilt the Kilt. I'm looking at Leah go, well, fuck us. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're, we're at the tilt to kill, and we've showered. <laughs> yeah, but at least you could say you've done it. So there's. I, that. I don't want to say I do anymore. Oh, well. I think it's terrible. Jimmy now. had so, to go through full-on Hunger Games to see that video. <laughs> you guys saw it three seconds later <laughs> at the bar. So I mean, I'll, oh, I'll, God, we'll great. be we'll be doing some reporting on the stuff that happens in the convention center. But it'll be online. But it'll be all online. Yeah. Um, but here's some more stuff that you can do that's not in the convention center. That's going to be infinitely more fun. Uh, it is being called. Deadpool 2 Uncut. I saw that this morning. And uh, you can go and see this. Fox, the only thing they're saying about it is they're calling it a super-duper screening that will include maybe some surprises. I mean, more than likely the cast and crew will show up because of the timing of the way that this thing goes. Uh, It's at San Diego's Horton Grand Theater at 10 p.m. on July 21st, just a few hours after the Deadpool 2 panel the same day. Mm. That's cool. So Good for them. It's just going to be... An extended cut. Bring okay. deodorant. Yeah. No shit. But it'll be you know, so. So there's something for you to do. If only that movie were any good. Right. I know, right? What a bummer. Do you what have what uh, Warner Brothers is bringing had down? Too there? many women in. <laughs> Jesus. I haven't yet. No. For what? the twenty, I think twenty fifth anniversary of Demolition Man. Oh yeah. Is it? <laughs> yeah. I saw this. They're doing a pop-up Taco Bell. I'm like, yeah, cool. Diarrhea was awesome 25 years ago, too. <laughs> but they're making it look like, remember how Taco like a, Bell was all fancy? Oh, it was like, yeah, the, yeah, the futuristic. They're, yeah. they're building that one. It oh, won like funny. the franchise wars, whatever they called it. Yeah. Get the oh, fuck out funny. of here. That's funny. Taco right. Bell. Okay, so that's a, a little bit of broken news that I got here. So, let's start with Ant-Man and the Wasp. Ant-Man Daddy got killed by G.I. Joe's. <laughs> Drive-by shooting. They went off. <laughs> what? Yeah, uh-huh. that's, that's, that's the spoiler right there. Uh-huh. <laughs> He got killed by Benicio Del Toro from Sicario. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, we're going to do spoiler-free. We'll do a spoiler-filled one in about a month or so. There's not so, a lot to spoil, so though, go like see Jimmy it. said. Yeah. But, uh, There's gets, one big spoiler that yeah, we won't do. Yeah. He, he gets small, then he get big. <laughs> I'll say this. There are two cutscenes. Yep. One pretty quickly. Yep. And then one at the very, very end, which you don't have to see, but it's yeah. kind of kind of cool. cute. Kind of cute. It's a heartbreaking cute. one. Yeah. Um, but uh, not the second one. Yeah, the second I, one. I think everybody in this room loved it. I know you 
you said I, it was top five for, it, you, for, for you. Yeah, for me, it was one of my top five because it just, I just, I just like the feel of well, the movie. It was so much goddamn fun. Fun, yeah. Top yeah. five Marvel or top five of the year? Top, top five, five Marvel. Marvel. I just loved it. So wow. I was going to say, have you seen Jurassic World two? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, you know. I, I don't. It's my. It's it's in the bottom part of that five, or maybe the six. The sixth man to come off the bench, but I I just had so much fun watching Ant Man because it was just like this. This we shouldn't be watching an Ant Man sequel. Yeah. An Ant Man you know? sequel, well, yeah. like like that. Yeah, like <laughs> that. Like say that. Say that. Say those words. We shouldn't be having this, but it, we have it. We and have it's, it, and it's wonderful. Well, yeah, I think that's the the revelation that we had when we saw the first one. Yeah, Carrie, when you and I went down to the you know to the junket and like we walked out like holy shit. Marvel just pulled off a fucking Ant-Man movie. They did yeah. an Ant-Man movie. So now you're walking into this one, and in my opinion, you're walking in going, okay, we know they can do it, but can they do it better? Yeah. And I... Yeah. yeah. They did. <laughs> they did. They really I, I did. I laughed and smiled the whole yeah. way through that movie. Oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. And I, I, I've had other people, I didn't come up with this myself, but I think Evangeline Lilly steals the show. Yeah. I think she kicks the shit oh. out of Paula Red in this uh-huh. one. I, I, and t- it I, be told, I told everybody she's going to be your new favorite superhero. Her fight choreography is some of the best oh, in yeah. the no, MCU. Shit. It should be called The Wasp and Ant-Man. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, go on, go on after you see the movie, go online to Vanity Fair and look for uh, Peyton Reed uh, breaking down the, the kitchen fight scene. Yep. No, and that's all we're going to say. It's just yeah. that it's an action-packed scene. And he breaks it down frame by frame. And, and tells you, you know, how they did it and everything. It's and it's fascinating. So good. And they, and so good. they found so many cool ways to do, to use the shrinking and growing. I know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that's what makes it better, though. Yeah. For real. Yeah. Like, they, they tinker with it more. Yeah, well, I mean, just the fact that uh, Michael Douglas shrinks the whole goddamn building. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and carries around like it's how, luggage. How brilliant know? is that? that? No, like, I was just like, okay, they're just, they're just well, doing whatever the fuck they want with this. They did a lot more. <laughs> what I loved in the first one is you're watching... Like something like really scary happening to Ant Man from his perspective. It mm-hmm. looks all intense, and then they pull back. Yeah, to regular like so that part where he's like falling. Ah! No. And they pull back, and when he falls in the water, it just goes bloop. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, know, I know a spoiler that I'm not going to say, but it's one of the greatest scenes in the movie when he goes to a school. Oh my god! Oh, and the technology fuck. isn't quite perfect. Yeah. Oh so my good. god! It's so good. I was great laughing scene. so hard. There's, there's so much. Wait, are great. we spoiling this? Eh, we're getting there. We're, no, yeah. no, let's stop. But not say much. I mean, one of the ways that, that you can make a sequel is by taking all the ingredients of the original that worked and just upping the dosage, and that often fails. Mm-hmm. In this case, it did not. I mean, they upped the funny, they upped the tech, yeah, they they upped the weird because the quantum realm stuff makes no sense at all. Yeah, yeah. it's preposterous. <laughs> You're just like what. And it makes no sense at all. But it's one of those deals where you buy the premise, you buy the bit. You, you, know? you, sw- you swallow the whole fish or yeah. you don't. And yeah. it, it really works. Well, they pulled it off. Kals and I talked about it on, on uh, Big Movie, and I'll, I'll agree. I think you brought it up. Was It's not – I still have a problem with the villains. I don't think Ghost is great. Well, she's – I don't – Still that, give her much to the, do. She's not, she's really not a, a villain. villain. Thank you. But that's what I said. And then Walter Goggins isn't really quite a yeah. villain. It's a rescue movie. So I said – yeah. On Big Movie, I said the villain this movie is time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the quantum realm. Perfect. And the 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 Hannah John Kamen character and the Walt Goggins character are distractions. They're subvillains. They're subplots. They're well, not meant to be. But, but at the same time, the what what they do with Ghost, and they set her up beautifully. I want to mm-hmm. see more of her, I, yeah. and I do. I want more of her in yeah. my life. Yeah. Apparently, she's on that show that that Lee likes. Oh, that, I'm, she's uh, in Black Mirror. She's in Black Mirror too. I'm addicted to it with him. It's called Killjoy. Killjoy. It's yeah. amazing. She's great. And uh, she uh, there's a story. And it's true. They interviewed her in the L.A. Times. And uh, she said, yeah, I, I, I like to think I got this job uh, because I'm talented and I can do the work. But 
I, I did have a note from Steven Spielberg. <laughs> Spielberg wrote Peyton Reed a note. Oh, funny. He said, dear, dear Peyton, congratulations on, on getting the movie, getting it made. Um, uh, I've, I've worked with her, and she's terrific. Steven Spielberg. Oh my God! And I'm like, how do you how do you not just hand that? To, you know? <laughs> what? And I'll just say no because she's, she's in Ready Player desk. One. She's in Ready Player One. Yes. Yeah. What's her name? Her name is Hannah John Kamen. She's she's terrific. She gets a real quick cameo in um in JJ's Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Okay. She's like she's on like the deck of a she's on like oh? the bridge of a oh. star destroyer like in a in like a control position. Yeah. Oh cool. Really, oh, really? really quick uh, cameo. She's in it for just a second. Look. But I like her Black Mirror episode. That, her Black that, Mirror that, that's right. That's how I found yeah. her. Yeah. Well, she's, she's just got a ton of geek cred, doesn't she? Yeah. And she's physically very gifted. And she she did, fights, yeah. she moves. She did a lot of her own her Absolutely. own stunts in Absolutely. this. So. I just like the movie because everybody had something to do. Like yeah. every and every mm-hmm. every single person pulled pulled their weight and it was it was like a, a nice little team effort. And, and I loved Walton it's Goggins. A rescue movie, definitely. Walton Goggins was like yeah. he, he was like a uh, When is he ever wrong? Well, guy? But he I was mean, like he was like a villain from a 1970s Disney Herbie the Love yeah, Bug kind movie, of like, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. And I loved that. I loved that. Like the, everything about it was just was was, was great. But any he does that role so well. Like you, uh, what was he in with uh, Alicia Vic- uh, Tomb Raider? Oh yeah, yeah. He, he was, yeah, he was perfect it, it for was, that. It was basically like the same he role. He was perfect for that. He well, did, he he did a reading um, when when they when she comes into the uh, to the restaurant to do the deal with him, Evangeline Lilly. Yeah. And Walton Goggins just on a whim sang the Bruce Springsteen lyrics. Hey, uh, hey, little girl, is your daddy home? Is he gone and left you all alone? Yeah. Oh. To 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 greet her. Yeah. You know, just, just kind of creep it up a bit. Yeah. And they loved it so much, they said, "We gotta, we gotta put this in." Uh, and Springsteen said, "No, it's gonna cost you too. It's gonna cost you too nah. goddamn much. <laughs> of course, it'll cost did. you this much money." And they went, "We we got Disney money, but we're not gonna." Yeah. Not gonna. <laughs> well, I'll tell you right now, any weight that wasn't pulled by any of the actors was carried by Michael Pena. Yeah, exactly. Again, 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 again. He still parts of that. That guy is a genius, and he's still one of my favorite. I've said this story before. I was at San Diego Comic Con, and I walked out, and they're like, "Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Pena." Under his breath, only me and two other people heard it. You know who the fuck I am. Yeah. <laughs> Six thousand people. <laughs> I thought Michael Douglas was great in it, too. and he's good in it he's too. He's very good. And he even told them, "I need, I need to have some action in this one." And they said, "Okay, we'll put you in the, we'll put you in the suit. We'll get you there." Yeah. And whatever cream uh, Paul Rudd's put on his face, I think Michelle Pfeiffer is using some of it too. Because I was going to yeah. say, let's talk gorgeous. about Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah. She what are they taking? It's not fair. She's she's amazing. <laughs> Michelle Pfeiffer looked like white Beyonce. I, I, I think her drug. I think her drug is her own blood. She yeah. should sell that to other people. <laughs> now, is, now, did, now her, she's got the gray hair in this movie. Is that her? I don't know. I don't know. I thought she looked gorgeous. I she looked gorgeous. I don't think anyone on earth knows that except her and her stylist. Shit. <laughs> yeah. I I just she was just amazing and I look for I want more of her yeah in this universe absolutely I'm donating um, there's double a RP <laughs> there's a whole story there with that character yeah that could be told yeah and, well, and, and you because you should be and you there's a you kind of like get left in question like what's the deal mm-hmm, with mm-hmm. her you know and I mean you could do so much so many offshoots and I just, from this the way that they set this movie well then the, and then just place. the subtle nods like you get you get the little nod to 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 Lawrence Fishburne's role. to Goliath mm-hmm. yeah you get the you get a nice little hat tip there and that which felt great i was like cuz i was wondering if they were going to mm-hmm. throw that in there at some point yeah and you just kind of like all right hell yeah that that's cool and there's a lot of deep dive marvel shit in oh, there oh and then um yeah. uh 
the uh, yeah. Atlas. Oh, Jimmy, Jimmy Woo. Woo. Yeah, yeah. God, he was funny too. That got me so excited. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, that I've, actor is very funny. I've always said that Agents of Atlas. Hell, if you can do Guardians of the Galaxy, you can yeah, do Agents not? of Atlas. And and they introduce and Jimmy Woo is apparently a character who's been in Marvel since the forties. Yeah, uh, he he was one of the original back when it was Atlas Comics. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, that's where Agents of Atlas. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, so they bring they introduce Jimmy Woo into the world, and I'm like, oh. He's, he is a thing now. That's that not means, a major spoiler, so don't worry. No, it's not. That means that you could have Gorilla Man and right. M- M13, the killer robot, and, yeah. you know, <laughs> coming down the well, pike someday. Venus you know? or Saturn um, kid or whatever. S- Moon Boy? I can't no, remember. No, I can't remember. Spaceman kid. Uh, anyway, but they, um, they have a flying well, saucer. Um, and they and Paul, <laughs> For Christ's sake, Marvel, Paul Rudd. Sure. Marvel Boy. Yeah. And, right. Yeah, Paul, and Paul Rudd. Rudd. But Paul was, Rudd. Yeah. Dude, I love that dude. Yeah. Like, he, I think... He just cracks me up, and he's just like so fun to watch. And the interaction with him and the and, the and his daughter? daughter, yeah, oh yeah, the girl's even good. The, the girl kids is, is good very good, well, and, and they set up for her in the future very as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want to be your sidekick. I want to be a hero. Yeah, and she in the comics is she becomes yeah. a stature. Stature. Yeah. I mean, it's the the whole damn thing was just fun, and like, yeah, it's got. It reminds me of just an up, like I won't say updated version of Honey I Shrunk the Kids, but I mean like it's it's just got that, it's just got that adventure feel to it. And what's great about it is because after the darkness that we had with Infinity War, yeah, now we can step into this light, happy, wonderful. And you need that. And you and it's a nice breather. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the the stakes are much lower. Mm-hmm. It's not There's like way lower intergalactic catastrophe. Yeah, you know, no, it's it's a, it's a like it's a you said it's a rescue story. Movie. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we all. Four out of stars? I give it four out of stars. Okay. I thought it was okay, but Jurassic World is really <laughs> Gotta good. reconsider. I give it four Jurassics. Four I'm at three and a half out of four. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah that's where I was too on yeah. the movie. Yeah. It's, it's excellent. All right. Yeah. Well, now, really excellent. I'm not mad at Yeah, there's nothing. I, I, nothing I couldn't find really anything wrong with it. I can't pick at it. There's nothing to pick at. It's just, it's there and it's... it's I just like when a movie sucks you in. You yeah. Know? And like, I just... Yeah, like the quantum realm. Didn't make a fucking... I don't know science. <laughs> totally. I'm prepo- a fucking idiot. Well, Jay, I hate to tell you that none of that is science. <laughs> it's preposterous, and you just I, have to accept it. Yeah. You just got to go with it. I missed Yellow Jacket. Said nobody. <laughs> hey, whoa. Wait a minute. Me? I haven't seen the first one. He oh, dies? Wait, yeah. And uh, no, Michael Pen- Not just Michael Pena, but his team. The other two. Oh, his team. T.I. and the guy who was talking about the... The Russian... T.I. gets the line of the movie. I'm not going to say because I don't want to ruin it for people, okay. but off the mic, I'll tell yeah, you I'll tell what you. I'm talking about. All right. So, I, if Ant-Man 3 is rescuing Yellow Jacket out of this quantum realm, <laughs> I'll be okay with it. It's Dormammu. So the, uh, <laughs> we now go from a movie that we've all seen to now only a movie that you two have seen. Yes, we have. Uh, you, Jimmy at least gets to interview people. Oh. I just have to go see the movie. As a matter of <laughs> fact, stay till the end of the episode today. Because Jimmy interviews Catherine Hahn. One of the deepest cuts you'll ever hear. If you're a Utah. Yeah. Oh, it's deep. Uh, also, it's An- deep. also Andy Samberg and Selena Gomez. I could, I think I could talk to Andy Samberg for days. He really? says one of the funniest things you've ever gotten out of anybody in an interview, I think. <laughs> that's, that's Stay till the end. That's all coming up with Jimmy and the celebrities. But uh, Hotel Transylvania 3. Don't go see it. Go see Ant-Man. Here no. we go. Here we go. <laughs> it's bad. Adam yeah. Sandler's not funny anymore. Never Save seen, your money. Wow. Never seen the first two. Uh, and when your grand finale joke is uh, the Macarena. Hmm. Get the what fuck. What the fuck? What? Yeah. Yes, it is. Yeah. And, they, their... and it's not just a reference. They full on do, they do the, the Macarena. Macarena. 
And I'm like, when okay. did they when did they write this? In 2002. <laughs> here's here's the thing that I want to say because of the context of this show because it's important. The director of these movies is Tar- Tartovsky. And this is the guy who's responsible for one of my favorite things in the world, which is Samurai Jack. Oh. And I can't believe that somebody wait, who wait, made This is Jendi? Yes. Yeah. 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 I what? I no, he did all three of them. All what? three of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, Shannon. Yeah, they're his. You know what? why, Shannon? Those checks clear pretty goddamn yeah. good. Jesus. <laughs> I was saying this in the car to Jimmy. It's um I think Adam Sandler is kind of like Tyler Perry. They've created these in, these machines that just crank out movies that take no effort, they put no thought into them, and they just print money with well, them. I mean, I bitch about Adam Sandler probably more than anybody, but the thing I'll say is, can you blame him? That's oh, what I always kind of oh. say. Like, if you're going to cut him a check for $50 million and he doesn't do dick, shit, I'll take I'd, that I'd check. I'd do that. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, call, every call time. Me, call and, me a sellout. I'll, <laughs> I'll invite you to my house and I'll invite, invite you to my house in Malibu. Exactly. See, I wouldn't even hear you from my soundproof booth. <laughs> well, every like, time you've met Tyler Perry, you said... Complete respect. I well done, to. man. I mean, he's, he's given a, a lot of people jobs. jobs yeah. but, I mean, Absolutely. But, I mean, it's complete shit. It, yeah, it doesn't mean <laughs> that I like this movie, though. I can respect the business model, but it does not mean I like this movie. And I did not. And I'm, and it's just a bummer to, to see your heroes make mistakes like this because I love Samurai Jack so much. Yeah. And I think it's such a brilliant creation. It blows me away. It does know. blow me away. Did I just ruin your day, Shannon? Kinda. Yeah, I'm sorry. No, Have you, you seen Jurassic World 2? <laughs> <laughs> I think we should do a commentary of Jurassic World 2. Just no, it's perfect, what? man. You know what? I got a request for a commentary. We like, haven't. You mean like a non-director's cut? Well, like, we just... <laughs> you know, we did the Raiders of the Lost Ark one uh, because Jay said he hadn't seen Raiders of the Lost Ark, so yeah. we set it up and we did a commentary. That was fun. I got drunk. Uh, Shannon we, hasn't seen Schindler's List, but I'm not about to do that. Well, I was going to say we got. We got. I'm the one who hasn't seen Schindler's List. That's we got. Re- we got a request for one because I said on my show, and it's true, I've never seen Top Gun. Get the fuck out of here, dude! You, I, you, why did we didn't what? see that news? We didn't see that news. Well, and that well, it's because it's not really. Wait, mean, no, it's not. You've never seen Top Gun. I've bro? never seen Top Gun. You're talking about yourself. Yeah, you're not quoting somebody. No, You've me. Never se- I have oh never, man, we got to do this. I've never seen Top Gun. We got With the second one coming out, somebody suggested that we should do that. Yeah, we got it. And we I'm like, it. well, all right. Would that mean we'd have to watch Top Gun though? Yes, that's part of the problem. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is so yeah, great. Have, have you not seen Top Gun? We should watch it right after Jurassic. You, Park. you guys, <laughs> you, you guys are going to want to play volleyball after you see that movie so bad. Here's the thing. I hate that movie. I felt like that, mi- I, that movie could have... This explains you. No, I know all the cultural references in Top Gun because they're just part of the world. Sure. Yeah, of course. Uh, there's a great thing online with Quentin Tarantino yes. talking about how it's the gayest movie of all time. Yeah. Well, <laughs> um, he, he did say that Vice actually said that he always wanted to do a double feature of that and Too Fast, Too Furious to see which one was... See which one's the gayest. Was more gay. But uh, I'm, a, I'm aware of Top I was dating a girl whose father had... A love for this movie. And every time I would go over to see her or pick her up, he was watching Top Gun. He was, he was watching his VHS copy of Top Gun. That's odd for any movie. Yeah, it is. And uh, <laughs> I, 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 to Tom Cruise, I like the Top Gun, you know. He was Chilean. Um, <laughs> I was just like, yeah, just, I was just, I'm trying to sound like him. Thank you for that, because that sounded Russian. Vaguely. Yeah, I was just like, yeah, where's he from, Domamu? Like, <laughs> I'm trying to sound like him. But I, and so I would see it occasionally, and when I was waiting for her to come upstairs or whatever, I'd see you know a minute or so of it. And, I just, and there was just nothing there for me. There was nothing there that spoke to me that said, you need to see this movie. You need to be in this world. There was nothing there for me. So I just went, eh. 
never saw it. Well, there were two brands that I think benefited most from that movie: uh, the Navy and Ray Ban. Yeah. yeah. No volleyball. Yeah, I was volleyball. Just that's volleyball. not a brand, though. I mean, but, I mean, Navy recruiting in Berlin. Voigt. Navy recruiting offices blew up after it's that true. movie because a lot of people wanted to it's true. fly for the Navy. Well, and it, it, it's it's so stupid how well, I won't say stupid, but it's just it's interesting to see those parallels where like Top Gun comes out, Navy recruiting spikes, Transformers comes out air force recruiting spikes that's like that's our fucking movie seriously yeah no yeah. i'm telling you i remember when transformers because they showed so much of the air force every time there's always a recruiting and for, for the air force does josh duhamel come give you guys uh pep talks and stuff or? i got footage of him like uh, i met him in, in, at sundance and he, he spoke very highly of me and it was very nice nice yeah nice like, he says i love jay whitaker like, all right I'm like, I'm like thank you he's never said that about me so You're beautiful man so, how many stars for Transylvania three, I think compared to Jurassic World two, uh-huh. I would give it one. Yeah. Also, yeah. I gave oh, it one as well. It's a trilogy bad. minus. Wait, so Hotel Transylvania three uh-huh. minus Jurassic World two. Yes, equals one. Three, two, one. Correct. Oh, okay. Yeah. So there you go. That's that's one out of correct. Stars. That sounds like math. Yeah. That sounds like that sounds like quantum realm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So before we get back to the episode, the episode is called Hulk Like Fire Island. What? <laughs> Because what? because the first half of this is that that list of the gayest Marvel movies ranked. Oh, yeah. it's very funny. Uh, so that's where the title comes from. One of the best things about Broken News is every time you say those titles, I'm sitting here with people who should remember what they are, and no one ever does. No one does. Yeah. <laughs> so before we get back to the episode, anything you want to throw at our fine fine people? Uh, I'd like someone to explain the second season of Westworld to me. Yeah, I, I'm still way behind. I mean, because I, I, I finished it. I'm having a hard time. I finished it too, and I'm still. I mean, I know, I know where we where, where we're ending up. I'm just maybe it's just they need to do like the last season of Arrested Development and you know splice it together in a proper timeline. I, I understand where all the timelines have left me, but I've got a million questions. Yeah, I got a million questions. I, I, took, I don't think I can help you, Carrie. I took a break from like serious TV. And I went to comedians and cars getting coffee. I, I, so I started good. the new season. Yeah, I, I marathoned the entire thing in a day, and then I started watching the new Double Dare. Really? Yeah. <laughs> well, before we before we get to that, I just fell in love again with Kate McKinnon. Jesus Christ! Mm-hmm. She, Kat and I were watching it. We go, she's a fucking angel that this world does not deserve. We what? do not on deserve what? on comedians, on comedians and cars. And cars. Oh, when did we you do... fall out of love with her? Karen? No, you I mean always I've always been in love, yeah. Yeah. but when you're reminded of but how amazing she is, when, yeah. yeah, when you're reminded, exactly. That's, yeah. that's exactly what I went through. I just went, oh. God, yeah, I need her. Yeah. Got never watching. We seriously said it out loud. Yeah, we don't fucking deserve her yeah. at yeah. all. Um, anyway. I got I got behind on Barry, God, and it's so good. Oh, so it's, it's what eight eight episodes? Yeah, yeah. Eight, and yeah. I started watching him again last night. Mm-hmm. Did you finish it? Uh, I'm almost finished, it and I was just oh. like, "Oh my God, this show's good." Yeah, it's really He's good. He's so good on it. Well, yeah. K- Karen and I talked about how the hell they're going to do the season two. I don't know how you do season two. You'll see. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> my 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 Sunday night recommendation. I, it's become it's kind of become my favorite thing to do on Sunday night. Is it's 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 been a staple for a while now. But last week tonight with John Oliver, mm-hmm. followed by yes. the break with Michelle Wolf. Oh yes, because they both come out on Sunday nights, and that's a good combo. It's, it's just it's just a great one-two punch because it's just so fun, and it, you, you get informed, mm-hmm. and it, they, they trick you into learning. Yeah, they trick you into <laughs> yeah, they trick you into learning, and it's and then if if I really want to you know amp it up, I'll go for a problem uh, problem areas with uh, yes, why on, it's an act. Yeah, yeah, on and like it's a great way to kind of stay woke. 
I'll throw another in, in one light, in, there. in a light in a lighthearted way. I'll throw another one What's in that? there. United Shades of America with, with uh, uh, W. Kamau Bell. Bell and his his new special, Private School Negro. Oh my oh. God! On Netflix, go watch that. That shit is funny as fuck. But all four of those shows will trick you into learning. Oh, and um, ooh, uh, if you I forget her last name, uh, but Hannah. Uh, oh, oh, uh, Montana. Uh, the, <laughs> yes. No, I, Gatsby or something. I watched it. Uh, uh, yeah, Netflix. she's Australian. Yes, it, watch it. It's, what's the name of the special? Uh, oh, it's where she makes that turn halfway through to talk about self deprecation. Yeah, and yeah. like why she's quitting comedy. I've heard about this. Please watch this. I've heard Please about this. Please watch it. Like, I want to say it's called Nettie. It, it kind of, cha- something yeah. like that. That sounds right. It's it a women's name. I can't Yeah. It, it changed the way I write. Oh, like it immediately changed the way I was like, yeah, okay, maybe I should. Approach I've heard this it's like a masterclass on yeah. stand up. Yeah. yeah, you're just like, okay, I should probably maybe do do it this way. Uh-huh. Yeah, it, it, it's something that needs to be watched. And yeah, uh, you should you should definitely there's, watch there's that. A, uh, fuck, there's just too much good TV. And then there is. Well, and then catch up on Glow. God, <laughs> Glow was great. I, I got through with that. In like two days? Uh, Season I'm two? Almo- mm-hmm. I'm almost done. I'm almost done. I, I'll probably kill it tonight. And, so good. And I know you don't want to hear it, Shannon, but the new season of Preacher is pretty good. Okay, I'll take your word for it. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to start it this weekend, Carrie. I like uh, it. Zero so, out of I don't think I've said uh, how much I like Luke Cage season two. That yeah, was good, wasn't good. it? That I was thought good. it was perfect. I still have to start that. I thought too. it was so much that better. That was really than good. One. That was good. And I'll say this Alfre Woodard. In yeah. the episode uh, for Pete's sake, yes, yes, give her the fucking Emmy, man. Yeah. She, she was, was so good, amazing in this role, and they gave her a a, a speech, a monologue in that episode. It's called "For Pete's Sake." That's mm. the episode where she's talking to her daughter, and it's just heartbreaking. And she's so fucking good. Just give her the Emmy for yeah. God's sake. No, like yeah, and, she she fucking owns that role. Mm-hmm. And I mean, yeah, there's that weird. Shades and Black Mariah thing going on. Yeah, I texted you. Yeah, kind of like weird. it's just like oh. I, I, I'm watching. I texted you. I was like, oh. watching Shades make out with Alf is yeah. weird. That's, <laughs> like, there's always there's always a superhero porn parody. I don't want to see that one. Oh, Jackie, <laughs> her role was very poorly written in the first season. Yeah, yeah well, they make honest. up for it. In okay, that's they good. really do. That's and uh, Bushwhacker, dude. But, no, yeah, Bushmaster. Yeah, Bushmaster. Bushwhacker. Bushwhacker. Yes, yes, Bushwhacker. Bushwhacker. I'm excited for season three with Weedwhacker. (laughs) No, but I just thought he was great. I do. I do. I real quick. I do have a problem. Like it's. I won't. It's a. I know this shit was written a long time ago. With with the whole serpent society. Yeah, all that. But it's it's like okay, all right. So are all the black criminals just named after? Animals? Is that, is that, no, just snakes. Yeah, and uh, yeah, but I mean, like, it's just like, all right. Bushman. Well, there was a guy named Piranha. Yeah, was there? Yeah, yeah, but yeah. he, but he he, he was, but yeah, but it's just <laughs> like, yeah. So are we, are we, are we all animals? Like, what are we saying here, Marvel? It, it's just, I mean, Cottonmouth, Diamondback, you know. And I know they're all yeah. members of the Serpent Society. Like, you know, I get it, but it's just like. Uh, okay. Can Bushmaster's a snake too. Get, that's yeah, an Australian yeah, snake. That's yeah. what I said. Can yeah. we just get like a, a villain just named like Dave? You know, like just <laughs> Dave the villain. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Dave the villain. Dave. Go get him, Garden you Snake. Just, I just, <laughs> you know, Stan Lee was good, but I don't think he's good enough to make Dave <laughs> a Dave. villain. You know, or I want to take over the world. If all right, fine. I want Cold Hearted Snake played by Paul Abdul next season, season three. <laughs> Jay, don't play by rule. <laughs> Uh oh. MC Scratch Cat in the back. <laughs> All right. It's an audio medium. You can't see this, but Carrie um, just danced. Yeah, I did. It was good. A lot of shoulder <laughs> movement. Thank you. A lot shoulder. of shoulder movement. I have a story about about that. I'll tell you. No, Bushmaster was one of the one of the best villains. Marvel's killing good the villain, villains. Yeah. yeah. 
Good villain. Yeah. Um, Does he have a snake lower half in the, in no. the show? No. Okay. No. 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 Bummer. No. But they, they... He has an authentic Jamaican accent for a person who is American. This is, a, really? this is another thing. That yeah. They went deep into the Marvel lore in, yeah. that, in season two as well. They, they got some characters in there that have appeared maybe in two or three issues. Yeah. You know? uh, so they went pretty deep. And the music. Music's I love the great. music. Oh. The the oh. live the live music the live and board. the soundtrack. Oh, it's just amazing! You got it, so like, much like ska and reggae, reggae in yeah. this one. Yeah. Look, well, this is the Jamaicans. Wagwan. <laughs> I tell you one thing, man. Don't I, come around here looking for me, brother's rum. No, <laughs> I did. I did have to turn on the closed caption yeah. occasionally. Yeah. Because the, the Jamaican accents are so thick. Well, then just I have to do Alfred that with Guy Ritchie movies. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> Alfred Woodard just like going. Going at ju- just Jamaica, just like how she would kind of like just make fun of them all the time. Oh, yeah. Just like in a Ross clot, you know, what the <laughs> hell is a Ross clot anyway? <laughs> There's just some great lines, no, and some great good stuff. Good and, stuff. And Shades and Comanche. Shit. Yeah. I was like, oh. I kind of liked Shades this season. Yeah. like Well, and they gave him a lot yeah, to do. Yeah, and and yeah, you, that guy's a great actor. Yeah. I was like, Shades and Comanche. Oh. Oh, that, that, oh, damn! Played by Thomas Jones, one of the one, a great uh, running back for the. Uh, oh, is that who? He is? Yeah, he's a, he's a running back for the Chicago Bears and the, and the oh. Jets. He actually saw me the first time I performed a comedy store. Oh. Shook, shook my hand. Humongous guy. He's yeah. fucking jacked. Wow. All right. Nicest guy, though. Cool. All right, let's get back to the episode. Hulk like Fire Island. <laughs> after, after these, please to enjoy. Talking about sex can be uncomfortable. And you know it shouldn't have to be. At Black Velvet Boutique, they believe there's no shame in sex or wanting to be educated about sex. Black Velvet Boutique is an all-inclusive, judgment-free shopping environment. They emphasize positive relationships between partners and with oneself. Black Velvet Boutique, they're located on 293 South State Street in Clearfield, Utah. You can go to blackvelvetboutique.com or give them a call, 801-525-1583. They're open seven days a week. They are locally owned and operated, staffed by some really cool, fun, compassionate, and caring women, Dawn and Leah. Very supportive, very passionate about making sure that uh, their customers have a positive experience. You're free to shop anonymously or engage with any of the Black Velvet Boutique staff. They're interested in building honest dialogue and relationships with their customers and helping people make informed choices. Black Velvet Boutique is its not a porn store or a novelty store. It's for grown-ups who enjoy or want to enjoy sex. Black Velvet Boutique, huge advocates of self-care, which is about understanding your body and sexual needs and desires. Visit them at their store, 293 South State Street in Clearfield, or call them. Ask them about their free workshops, Black Velvet Boutique. Hi, I'm JD. I'm Peterson. This is Spencer. And we're the 3-Bit Gamer Show, where we fight about video games. No, we don't. Yeah, we really do. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes and follow us on Facebook at 3-Bit Gamer Show. Pants are optional. This is not your everyday cafe, and this is just one indication. F***ing delicious Twin Sons Cafe is. Go eat there, you should. Mexican-influenced Americana cuisine, daily specials, and they're still rocking home delivery, along with a full-service catering. Find comfort food in a cafe inspired by a galaxy far, far away. That's Twin Sons Cafe in Sugar House, 2305 South Highland Drive, just across from the liquor store. Open from 8 to 3 p.m. daily, except Tuesdays. Get details online at twinsonscafeslc.com. Hugs are free. Twin Sons, not your everyday cafe. Out of this f***ing world, its food is. 
Peter Pan the Vampire is on Kickstarter till July 12th from Utah creator Gary Brantner. The story is simple. Peter Pan is a vampire chased by a newbie slayer that discovers all fairy tales are hiding among us. The Kickstarter fully funded and finished except for the thank you page with your name on it so you're guaranteed the comics. You can even advertise your comic, comic shop, or whatever in the book. For details, check out kickstarter.com. Search Peter Pan the Vampire First Issue Redo. Hi, this is Carrie, and I'm here with my wife, Sue. Hi. I'm so proud of her. She started her own business doing what she loves. Tell us about my workout buddy. I believe that working out with someone will keep you motivated and accountable to your fitness goals, so I'm your workout buddy. I will meet you at your Salt Lake County gym or rec center for a 60-minute workout session. If motivation won't get you to the gym, my workout buddy will. So you will come to my gym? Yes. The more you know about your own gym's equipment, the less time you'll waste trying to figure out a routine. I think it helps build confidence and competency, and that makes going to the gym more enjoyable. But you're not my personal trainer. Well, I'm a a certified trainer, but this is not a personal trainer service. So what do you do? I am actually going to work out with you. I'll do cardio, weights, group classes, whatever you want to do. I will help you with options to make exercises effective and help you towards any fitness goals you may have. That's a great idea. How do people start? Well, message me on Facebook at my Workout Buddy SLC or email me, myworkoutbuddyslc at iCloud.com. One session is $20. If you cancel an appointment less than 12 hours before the start time, there is a $10 cancellation fee. And why is that? That's motivation and accountability. And if you tell Sue Geek Show says, hey, you'll get half off of your first session, My Workout Buddy SLC. And we're back. Woo! God, I hate it when we go. Oh, why? We back in the motherfucking building. I want somebody to do uh, do the Grandmaster cosplay. I think you'll see it. I hope so. Yeah, he had the staff and different had a staff and everything. Yeah, <laughs> it was fantastic. Uh, this is the uh, part of the show where we answer your questions. Oh that, boy, that you, you, you have some questions. You, I mean, we got you. Send like us on 74. Facebook. Follow us we on got Facebook. Time. We got time. We'll hit every one of them. We will not hit all of them. Let's, hit them, as, let's hit them hard and fast. I am going to read them. Let me get some jelly beans, please. Slowly. All right. Oh, these jelly beans. Take them away from me. I've actually ripped the roof of my mouth off. Oh. Jelly beans. Don't I'm do that. Compulsively eating jelly beans. All right. Jelly uh, First question, most important question, actually, of all of these. Okay. Uh, Elliot wants to know, can Lee have a Star Wars history segment? Maybe just a few minutes every episode. No. <laughs> I would not. Uh, I would not object to this. I'm just not sure how we would approach it. I would love a master class. I, I would say. I would uh, love a master class. A pre-recorded bit at the end of each episode. You think? Yeah, yeah right, with the interviews and stuff. It'd be fun. Yeah, after the interviews. Sure. And now a Star Wars moment with your friend <laughs> Lee. There you go. Hi. But everybody. everything has to be in a haiku. Hi, everybody. In these troubled times, remember <laughs> the eternal words, Master Yoda. That's too many syllables. Shut up. <laughs> Jeez. Casey, Casey wants to know, if you ran for president, what would be your campaign slogan? Everything opposite. <laughs> yeah. I'm not a fuckbag. Sanity first. <laughs> sanity first. There you go. Yeah. I like sanity first. Jay? Black Lives Matter. Yeah, That's a good one. Yeah, uh, I, mean, I think mine would be three moment. three very simple words. I'm not Trump. Oh, winner. Land oh, slide. I got political. Damn it. Oh, God. Now we just mine, lost 17 listeners. Mine would be the uh, the, the Star Trek uh, preamble. Yeah. Space? Yeah. You know, the to, final to, frontier? To, to seek out new life and new civilizations. To boldly go? To boldly go where no one has gone before. That's How about one. this? Let's, uh, let's quit this unfuck... Uh, 
fuckery. Yeah, let's, I will unfuck the fuckery. <laughs> I think I would take the, the Cobra Kai slogan of like, uh, fear is not accepted in this dojo. Got it? <laughs> do, uh, fear is the mind killer. Pain is unaccepted. Uh, I know you don't want to hear it, but here are some facts. Something like that. No, yeah, you know. <laughs> it's morning again yes. in America. Mine would say at least my sex tape is, was well done. Good production value on your sex tape. That's true. Good lighting. Mine was just dark. I think mine would just be Looney Tunes and say, that's all, folks. Brian (laughs) Brian says, uh, what movie would you like to see for the first time again? Oh, so it's like we've never... The very first time. Hot Rod. Shut the fuck up with hot rod. I know you would. That's real. I, I know you. Tony would. wants a, Tony wants situational amnesia, so he can just watch it for the first time over and over I again. Love it. There's um, so many. God. Guardians of the Galaxy. Would it be one. the same experience you had again? Yeah. Or no, no. Like you've never seen it before. It's just been erased from your mind. Okay. And but but being able to re. So I am who I am now. Right. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So being able to reapproach it. I don't know. Well, I I have to say Guardians of the Galaxy because. I thought I was thinking when that it, one. Yeah, when it first came out, yeah, in two days I saw it four times. I might be with you, Jake. Yeah, yeah. that's because uh, it that yeah. that was right. Like that was you know that was yeah right after we lost Jeffy. That's well, it true. was a special screening for all of us. Yeah, this. and so it was just like, but for me, yeah, I saw it four times in forty eight hours. I mean, there's your answer. Yeah, that's a good answer. Um, if I didn't know anything, seriously, like, it just wipes the slate clean. Yeah. Empire Strikes Back. Oh, because like when he yeah. when, when he says he's his father, you're like, oh Cause, shit! Cause I remember, Damn. and all your friends around you're like, what the fuck? Is I remember, <laughs> yeah. I, I was. Oh no! Like the whole audience. So I remember, like, oh, seeing I was, that in the theater, I, my, and like, my two friends like, next to me. Oh yeah. shit! In the theater, yeah. and it was opening day, and yeah. still the entire theater went crazy. Still because I never me really had... we were in the same theater. I know, right? Same showing. I don't think I ever really had that experience because obviously, you know, I wasn't alive when the, when it was in theaters. But like, shut up, I, you! I think it was like one of those like things that like you, it almost like comes pre-programmed when you're born. Yeah. You're like, you're like, oh yeah, it's his dad. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, it never was a secret to me, kind of thing. I. It's weird because it's recent, but I would like to. See Fury Road. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, right yeah. now in this political climate, as opposed oh, to yeah. where it was what three, four years ago. Because I walked out of that movie, I, I didn't feel like the world was on fire when that movie came out. No, but I walked out of it numb and shaking and scared and kind of freaked out. And, and now you're see- you're and seeing it happening. Yeah. Like that was yeah. a great documentary. <laughs> yeah. Now right Ooh. now it's like, well, I hope we don't find our due for you. I would also throw um, the Dark Knight in there. Yeah. That's a good one. First time watching The Dark Knight again. Yeah. Like, whoa. Because to me, that is the Joker. Yeah. To me. Yep. I would have to say Apocalypse Now. Oh, Um, yeah. Really? Because that movie really was, it really affected me at a young age. I could see that. I mean, I was just in high school, and, and, you know, I was looking for art, uh, and and boy, that movie found me. Yeah. And uh, just, anyway, yeah. Sorry. Um, Black Panther 1. I knew you could say it, yeah. Black Panther. Why would it be? You guys all saw me in the theater. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Fucking, like... It was a thrill. Tears. Yes. You were right behind me, yeah. Real tears. And fucking counts looked over me like, you good? And I'm like, no. I'm like, no. Because you two two were right behind me. And and the Killmonger scene at the end. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, we were were all doing it. But I I was like, Jay? Jay? Yeah. Because normally I'm like... Normally oh, you're like, see, but you yeah. would, you'd watch that for the first time, but you'd still know that you'd seen Infinity War, so you'd sit there watching, going, "This guy's going to turn to dust soon." <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, like, yeah, like, I, that, that would be my good and bad. Like my good was like Guardians of the Galaxy, 
the first one because of how it made me feel. It made me feel good. And then, like, just uh, Black Panther because it just fucking made it made it, it. That was an emotional ride for me. I all still, right. I still fucking, I, st- I have, it's all, it's out on DVD. Yeah. I bought the DVD. Still can't, like, watch it because I know I'm going to get, like, I'm not, I've, I've seen it four times. You didn't get And Blue I've Ray? cried every <laughs> single time. No, he just got the DVD. He oh. didn't get the Blu-ray. I should have got Blu-ray, man. <laughs> Dog, I, <laughs> Blu-ray means DVD in my in my house. <laughs> yeah. Also, I, Short Circuit too. <laughs> oh. Uh, okay, Travis. Travis says, uh, "What asks? What changes do you think are necessary to make DC films as successful as Marvel films?" Uh, 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 can I take point on this what, one? Yeah. yeah go let's for hear it. what Shannon has Please. to say. As a DC fan. Just embrace the DCness. That's why the that's why the TV shows that's why are Legends so good. Works. Yep, exactly. That's why Legends works. It's yep. why Flash works. It's they they're Black Lightning. They need yeah, Black Lightning. They need to embrace the core of their characters. And I think the first one we might see might be the Shazam movie. Yeah, maybe Aquaman. I, was gonna I say, say I think Aquaman Wonder, I think has Wonder Woman uh, did that okay. to an extent. Yeah, listen, yeah, that's this true. is okay. That's true. I'm excited for the Aquaman movie with Jason Momoa. What about with Danny McBride? But that is not Aquaman. Mm. I'm just going to say it. It's not. Okay? I, I'm not faulting it. Aquaman is a fucking goofy white dude with, you know, blonde hair that wears a goddamn orange and orange green. shirt. Jason Momoa is too yeah. badass. Well, yeah. He's like, <laughs> you know, and, and they have changed Aquaman over time. Yeah. But the thing with Marvel is, is it's like they they make a Captain America movie and it's hopeful and it's like... Yeah. Yeah. And then they make a Superman movie and he's like the you know He's the bad guy almost. So exactly. So it's less, like they're so grim. They Let, did a like yeah. Less yeah. grimness. Less, less grim, less jury, and I think if anything where that's coming from, I think less suit meddling. Yeah. You know. No, just, like I I yeah. Just well, have some free fuck. range. I uh I, yeah, yeah. No, go go ahead. I was Gary. gonna say I just read it, an interview with uh, the guys who wrote Infinity War. All the Captain America movies, mm-hmm. you know, the, the guys behind all of these, the guys who wrote them. And they were asked, what would you do with the DC Universe? And they said, you know, maybe what you should do is explore your universe's characters a bit more. Yeah. So I might set Batman and Superman aside for a while mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. find some more obscure character and just make a good movie. That's a great idea. You know, and then well, work your way up. And they've got, I mean, Jesus That's Christ, they they've been Iron around. Man. Yeah. How long has DC been around? Like for yeah. fucking ever. I mean, 80 I, years. I would think, 80 years. I would think that you could make a really good question movie. Yeah. You know wow. the question? Yeah, yeah. I yeah, think the question you could make or... a really grounded detective not you know movie do, you, do your do oh, your do your uh, booster gold blue beetle buddy cop movie exactly, yeah. exactly. everybody in the world wants i to think that that's the one that they need to do yeah yeah and then work your way up that's your rosencrantz and guildenstern yep. characters and you have them running yep. around the dc universe in the middle of a fight you can even yep. have the other costume super uh, in the background but yeah no i i 100 stop taking themselves so fucking seriously yeah, because no. like yeah marvel champions you know, like if if we had, like granted their powers aren't the same, you know, Captain America versus Superman, we know who's winning that fight. But I mean, it's just like yeah, they celebrate like when with Captain America, it, it felt like yeah, he's the Captain America. But like yeah, Superman, I think about every single fucking movie, and this dude is just getting shitted on yeah. for being Superman. And, and yeah. it's like Superman is a hopeful 
Mm-hmm. And you, you need that a hopeful right and it, it, a bright character. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, yeah. If you can make a Captain America movie, an origin yeah. movie, then so, you can certainly make a, a good a good Superman. Superman. Movie. Well, because it's happened before. It has. So this is <laughs> uh, <laughs> Superman Four is so good. This Shut this is a this is a question. Did you see that Brian Michael Bendis bring that motherfucker in? Brian Michael Bendis is bringing in Nuclear Man to the goddamn comic book. <laughs> really? He really fucking is. Oh, jeez. Right. I gotta start buying this shit now. All right. So this is a question that actually has me completely stumped. Uh, Marshall wants to know, uh, any chance we could get some more of the Jedi truckers? I, I'm i drawing a blank. That's when we made, uh, we, we pretended like we were Jedis and truckers. But we were like red, a million years ago. Redneck, redneck Jedis. Jedis. Yeah. It was, wow. It was like six months they ago, were, maybe more ago. Was I drunk? So they were. Yes. Oh, definitely. Yeah, it was. Okay. During our drunker years. That was more right. than six months so ago. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna take, a long I'm going to take a quick point on this. I'm just going to, I'm going to jump into it and jump out of it very, very quickly. Uh, George says, uh, wants to know, uh, if we take the 10 minutes and explain why The Last Jedi is good, still don't see it. And the answer is very simple. No. Yeah, no. <laughs> I we don't want did. to explain to you why I think it's good. I don't well, need to, and you don't need to explain to me yeah. why you think it's bad. Because really, that's where we're at. And we'll get to another question here in a few minutes. Guys, it doesn't matter why you didn't like it. It doesn't matter why I liked it. Mm-hmm. The fact remains that I liked it. You did not. Let's just move on. Just be happy that it got fucking made. Sorry, yeah. like not to be rude, but be happy that it got made. See, and, and, and w- when people approach me with that, I just say, well... Tell me why you didn't like it. And with every complaint that they have, I'm able to explain why that should happen and can right. happen and but, does happen. And that's and that's cool that you can. You know, but we really shouldn't have to. And, and also, I mean, um, it's just a movie, and there's babies in cages. I mean, you know, like for for example, I said, well, I, you know, Leah Leah in space, uh, you know, using the force. I went. She's the son of Anakin Skywalker, daughter or daughter of Anakin Skywalker. She's going to have some force powers, and yeah. just because she didn't practice them with in front of you doesn't mean that she didn't practice them yeah, over exactly. the years. And and my my all time favorite, I remember when uh, yeah. when when the second Hulk movie came out, and some people were making fun of how ridiculous the Hulk looked, and we're just like, uh, well, the uh, you're talking about a twelve foot tall green monster. Of course, mm-hmm. it looks ridiculous. Yeah, mm-hmm. but of course she has force powers because at the end of Jedi, it's one of my favorite scenes is when Luke's hiding under the stairs. And Vader figures it out, and he goes, yeah. "Oh, your sister." He's like, "Well, yeah, if you won't yeah. turn to the dark side. Probably she will." And that's yeah, when he and loses she his senses. Shit. She yeah. senses that he gets off the Death Star. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, so we have Pico Maconki. We did not cover. We did not cover this question live. So it's a good question. Let's cover it on the show. Okay. Stephen, it's either Stephen or Stephen. Oh, Watson. Yes. Yeah, that's the homie. Uh, Stephen? Yeah, from Crack Brain Podcast. Oh, yeah, What's okay. up, yeah. That's the homie. Yeah. What's up, guy. big dog? What's up, big dog? So, like uh, if given the chance to take one prop from your top three favorite movies, what would they be? Uh, he says mm. in no particular order, he'd want Goose's helmet from Top Gun, Tom Cruise's samurai armor from The Last Samurai, and not really a prop, but it is my favorite movie, a spoonful of peanut butter from Meet Joe Black. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, wow. Oh, wow. That's deep. It's very specific. He's got the deep cuts. I love it. Uh, all right. Who, who wants to start? I, I, I had mine earlier. Okay. So it's the, the V8 Interceptor from, from Mad Max. Yes. Uh, McLeod's broadsword, because I'm going to need it while I'm driving through the wasteland in my V8 Interceptor. Yes. And uh, for when I finally do get off the desolate wasteland that is this planet, I need Ripley's power loader from Aliens, because i got to fight bugs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> huh. All right. Who, who's, uh, who wants to step up next? That's all. Uh, I'm going to go I don't know the three favorite movies. I'm just going to go... I'm going all vehicles. Obviously, the DeLorean. Okay. Keaton's Batmobile. 
All right. Ooh, that's a good one. Max Keegan. speeds 12 miles an hour, though. Huh? It can only go 12 miles an hour. Then you'll see me driving by. <laughs> <laughs> there goes Jimmy. And uh, still, again. Still going. Still going. <laughs> again. I'll be back in wow. a minute. <laughs> you know something uh, doesn't have to decelerate? You can just get out of the car. And probably Ecto-1. Ah. Or the, or, well, you know what? Uh... Or maybe no, I'll stick with like the one. I was gonna say maybe the blues mobile <laughs> with the giant megaphone. Oh, on see, top. I was I was gonna get the blues mobile. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> I think I got mine. All right. <clears throat> I want uh, Peter Quill's uh, the fucking music player. The Walkman. His Walkman. Walkman. Oh, yeah. Walkman. not the Zune. <laughs> not the Zune. Good choice. Uh, I want Darth Vader's lightsaber. Ooh. The red one. Yep. Okay. And <laughs> that big fake dick from. Uh, from uh, Boogie Nights. I'll wear that shit around town and impress oh. people. You have to, but you have to pull a Wahlberg and be like, it's not me. It's oh. not me. <laughs> my God. Uh, i be hanging out my cargo shorts. What's up? I would obviously, even though the movie's garbage, I got to have the Green Lantern's uh, lantern and ring. Of course. I would have to take uh, uh, Mjolnir. Ah, you gotta have me on there. Okay, and yeah, meow. Uh, you don't want Stormbreaker? Nah, I like to stick with the original. Hmm. And uh, I would take the Milano That's from good no, yeah, from uh, yeah, from Guardians. All right, uh, I, I I would have to say I don't know if this counts as a, as, as a particular item, but it's a, it's a, it, it's the set from uh, Umbaku. Uh, when they go to his oh his like yeah. open air throne room yeah his, yeah his throne with room. those things hanging yeah, yeah yeah I just every time I see that part I'm just like it's so fucking beautiful I w- I would take that uh, yeah so Mbaku's throne room um, is that the guy from Zoolander what, what? Mbaku no that's Mugatu <laughs> no, that's Mugatu. oh yeah, Mugatu. <laughs> no, he's no. so hot right he's now he's so hot so right now, right now. Uh, no. Mbaku <laughs> you know um, let's see I would I would take uh, Peter Quill's jacket. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, nice. Peter, oh, yeah. Peter Quill's jacket or or one of the metal arms that Rocket uh, takes. Just one of some <laughs> it, it would be something from those two. Uh, There's a film. lot of metal arms in the Marvel <laughs> in universe. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> um and then uh what is now Deadpool's teleporter. Ah, uh-huh. there you go. Yeah. All right. So Okay. I uh, Cap Shield. Mm. Yep. I'd want an, an original Cap Shield. Um, it's not from a movie. Did he specify? Did he say TV shows? I'm, I'm just going to give you a mulligan. You're going to give me a mulligan? Yeah. Uh, yeah Kirk's chair from the original oh, series. Yeah. Remember, you almost bought that and your wife had let you. God damn it. <laughs> no, she said he could. She finally did say I could. She said Why it was. Why did you buy it? Because I got no room. Oh. I, you just I was, kicked his chair out right here. Right I was there. faced with the harsh yeah, I reality. Say, just, you should put it right there, oh, that's man. Seriously, that's the... why she finally <laughs> relented. She's like, he can't put it anywhere. Yeah, sure, go ahead and buy it. No, because no, the argument always was the pinball machine, which wasn't uh, resourceful, but the chair you could, or you could she, use. Yeah, I wanted a pinball machine. And she's like, no, no. And I said, well, what about Kirk's chair? And she went, eh, maybe. It could, be, it could be very easily made into a toilet. Well. Oh, my God. All right. Um, I don't want to sit on that. <laughs> oh, I do. Captain's log. That's right. Hey-oh. Drop it, Captain's log. Yep. But yeah. start it. And and plop, you know, plop. I I would love a an R two D two, but Ooh. I a, have a said one. I've said many times that the the lawgiver statue from the original Planet of the Apes oh, movies, yeah. 
I want a full size one out in your backyard. Out in my backyard with a with a water feature. I think it was in the fifth one. I think it was yeah. in Battle for the Planet of the Apes yeah. or Conquest, whichever the fifth one was. I think that it's because yes, yes, because that's where the, there's an orangutan teaching these kids, and there's humans and, and ape kids, and and there's the statue of the lawgiver behind them and a water feature. That's what I want. I'm yeah. I have the tools to do it now. Oh, oh no, this could happen. It's yeah. got to be able to be outside, you so it's got to be stone. It will not be stone. It will be it will be insulation foam, but I will waterproof it okay. and weatherproof it, okay. and it'll probably last a good 10, 20 years. That's all I need, because that's yeah. all I got. I, uh, but uh, <laughs> but I got I to gotta figure, figure out how to stabilize it so it's it doesn't nice blow to know it's ending, huh? <laughs> <laughs> put, put the landing gear down. <laughs> yeah, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw... <laughs> put your I'm, trays up and you see back to lately, how you're just like, oh, God damn it. It's All on right. the news today. Good so on Jeremy. I'm glad uh, I'm on the descent. Jeremy has a good question. I'm going to say hypothetical, though. It's hypothetical because okay. we still don't have this. This is not hammered out. Uh, with the Fox Disney buyout happening, mm. hypothetically, uh, what it's, it's sh- back on. Right. Yeah. What should oh, they agreed, be. Right? They agreed, but there's they, still a lot of yeah, paper. Sure, work. sure. What yeah. should be the first superhero movie they should make to distract us from the impending monopoly? All right. I, mm. I, have, oh, cool. I have my answer, but go. Yeah. Mm. I think they should make an Exiles movie where you have the Exiles jumping from universe to universe. Oh, with Blink and, 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 Blink yeah. and everything. And that's they, how, could, go, get to they could go to the Marvel Universe and, oh, and cross okay. over that way. Okay. I, I think... Uh, has got a teleporter now. Anything could happen. I think do your, ni- you do your 1960s Fantastic Four. I was just going to say, yeah, that's yeah, my yeah. answer. And it's got to be 60s Fantastic you Four. You do it in the 60s, you make it a comedy, mm-hmm. and God damn it, Doctor Doom has a mask and a cape. Yeah, Doctor right. Doom has a mask and a no, cape, shit. and the only person that can play Mister Fantastic is, I, is John Hamm. I, John Hamm. Needs I would to agree. Be Mr. I would agree. But I just, yeah. I just really want to see a a good Doctor Doom because I mean, like, I really he's want. He's their best villain. He's he's Marvel's fucking. Well, best they're making villain. one, aren't yeah. they? No. Uh, I really want. No, that. no, the, it's not in production the, because of that last. Fiasco. Um, they're just holding on to it. They don't know what to do with it. But I know oh. that once Marvel got it. So here would be my wish. All right. Could never happen. A Secret Wars movie. Oh, that yeah. would be cool. Like, and, yeah. and that's how you get the X-Men yeah. into... The Beyonder can bring them. Yeah. I'm changing right? my answer to Shannon's answer. Right. So, yeah. like, yeah, where he takes them all to Battle World, and that includes he goes to the. Yeah. He pulls yep. Spider Man uh, out. Spider Man. Pulls Iron Man and. 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 The X Man. And he fucking even Deadpool and mm. everybody. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh. Deadpool's still got a teleporter and time travel. He can cha- <laughs> no, like, he's, well, the thing is a teleporter and time travel device. A lot can happen with that fucking thing. Like that's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm sorry. That that is to you me. You think when Deadpool's going to be what the whole merger saying, revolves I've been, around? I've been saying this. <laughs> I disagree. From the beginning. I just, like well, honestly, th- what's sad is that came to me like it's going to four days ago when I was trying to go to sleep. That's oh, how I try okay. to go to sleep. Damn it! Well, you know, <laughs> you say that though. I mean, in a world of Hollywood where they got to keep going bigger and better. I mean, think about what they're going to have to do to top Infinity War. Oh yeah. I mean, they're yeah. going to have to do something fucking nuts. Yeah. yeah. It's going to work, guys. Because even because even Negasonic t- Teenage Warrior said, "What have we done? My God, what have we done?" So you know he's going to fuck something up. So one more. Anyway, yeah, we have time for one more. Sure. Okay, so Bo, I, I like this question, Bo. Thank you. Uh, we've seen some unfortunate examples of bad geek behavior and attitudes in the media over the last couple of years. Yes. <laughs> but Indeed. what is an example you'd call out as some of the best of geek behavior in the last year? Something that either inspires or at least restores some of your faith in the vast community we have out there. Uh, I got one. Yeah, okay. I got, one. I got it. Shan's got to go for it. 
Um, once again, even though it's a character I do not like that much, <clears throat> anything Deadpool related, I think it has been mo- the most delightful yep. and just cheerful and happy geek related shit. Yeah. I might th- that I've ever seen, and nobody ever. nobody craps on it either. Yeah. Yeah. nobody yeah. argues about it. Nobody says, "Oh, it should have been this way." This right, is like so nobody's stupid. shitting on uh, the 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 Domino's black. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. you know what I mean. Well, I mean, okay, but well, not com- to the compar- extent. Comparatively speaking, yeah. yeah, they're not going Kelly uh, Mary Tran on it. Yeah. yeah, I've got one, but just jumping on that though, because one thing that makes me laugh more than anything, and you and I have talked about this. Not only is it Deadpool, it's the marketing of Deadpool. Oh god! Yeah. And the same thing goes for Ant Man. So yeah. Cool. oh yeah, like those yeah. two marketing teams. If it's not the same marketing team, you need to get together and just fucking blow this world up in happy yep. happiness and joy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the fact that I could buy gummy tiny hands. Yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> for a, yeah. at Seven Eleven for a rated R fucking disgusting movie. Yeah. yeah. And I and I went and bought a cup that said pee on it just because I could. Yeah, I got two of them. <laughs> you know, um, mine would be like you know just in, in the culture and just people just doing good. Um, there's two sides of it. One is uh, a lot of the Marvel actors going to hospitals. Oh yeah, yeah. oh that break your heart to watch. Oh God, watching Tom Holland. Yeah. In his Spider-Man costume with kids. Yeah. yeah. Oh God, it's just Pratt did it. Best Lord. I mean, they yeah. did. Evans did, yeah. And the Evans. people who, you know, technically, you know, I mean, I'd say technically, they're, they're not famous, but there is people who are like the window washers, if you saw them. Oh, yeah. And they oh, were dressed yeah. like Spider Man, like on the outside that's of the hospital so windows. Awesome. I think that's fucking amazing. That's awesome, man. So I think that's pretty cool. Anybody else? Um, I would have to say, just in general, uh, and this is for, sorry for our out of state listeners, but this is very localized. And I just, there have been some events. In the past couple months that have uh, been surrounding our, uh, the community, the geek community in Salt Lake City. And Get up on the mic. I can't hear yeah, you. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, there have been a lot of events uh, surrounding our, the geek community in Salt Lake City um, in the past few months. And I just want to say how truly proud I am to you know, associate myself with a lot of these individuals. And it, it, so it's, I, I would just really... <coughs> Without going too much into it, you, if you know what I'm talking about, then you know exactly what the fuck I'm talking about. But mm-hmm. if, you, if I have visited you personally and we've had, had a sit down and conversation, I mean, and um, just just the way that the geek community legit tries to take care of each other. Uh, shout out, shout out to uh, Tui and Corey over at Watchtower. Mm-hmm. I mean, like y'all, that's just fam bam right there, and I love y'all to death. That y'all, the geek community here is so solid. Anyone else? I'll piggyback off of that really quick with uh, Neff. And his yeah, his, same, his yeah. cosplay events that he does. Yeah. I mean, they the Mandalorian mercs in particular. They do uh, so much for charity and so much. They for, do. They really do. Uh, so so knowing that they do cosplay parties where they're raising money for different charities and whatever else. And that's that's what makes our community brilliant. And why I'd always remind. I heard uh, somebody said this a couple months back when we were starting to have some issues with a, a local geek event. It's it's not. It's not the people that are uh, putting on big shows that make this community. It's the community that makes this community. <laughs> and so when you see people that are doing cosplay events for charities or when you're seeing people mm-hmm. uh, just just step up and be fantastic. Geek Show didn't make the geek community. No. The geek community no. made Geek Show. Yes. Uh, yes. So, and that's that's what I, I love. I, just, I, I think we yeah. just help people find each other. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I got one that uh, came about just a couple weeks ago. Um, the company Dice that makes the Battlefield games. Yeah. There's a big, stupid 
loud noise being made by a bunch of wieners about there being a uh, a girl on the cover of Battlefield Two or Five. Oh, they got a girl on the cover. She can't be a World War Two hero. G- women weren't in war. Yes, all this, they were. All this BS. God, yeah, and the, uh, hate it. And look it up. It's yeah, in history. It's, it's a load of crap. Is is yeah. what these guys are shoveling. And the I think it was the creative director of Dice for Battlefield came out and said said look. Check your history. This is all, this is, you know, legitimate stuff like this went down all the time in World War II with women. And you know what? If you don't like it, don't buy our game. Good yes. for them. Thank Good God. For them. If you don't like it, well, don't I think buy it's it. getting more like that. You just like people just like, just don't fucking buy it. We, yep. Yeah. yeah. You know, s- stop I'd rather, it. Yeah, I'd rather. Well, I mean, we we said it years ago on this show. If you you know, don't listen. If if yeah. if you yeah. easily offended, don't if you're easily yeah. Our slogan has has an almost always been you probably won't like it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, I would uh, go. I would go. As, uh, also, product related was uh, and something that I was reminded of just this week, uh, which which I forgot about. It's what a great thing that line of uh, her universe. Yeah, stuff yeah. that yeah. clothing. Yeah. It's the lady that plays Ahsoka. Got yeah, that started. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and uh, dope shit. and I've known about it, but I was yeah. reminded about it this week, and uh, I forgot. That's really important. And it's not you just know? for tiny, the tiny weight ladies no, either. I mean, no. they make it for for any size person. It's yeah, not, it's there to embrace geekdom. So I, I and I think that 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 is a very important thing because it it's 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 helping the embracing of the geekdom. Exactly. Put mm-hmm. it put perfectly. Thank you, Lee. All right, that's good. Do we have games or movies, or should we just uh, move along? Uh, some. Yeah, go ahead, Jimmy. All right. Jimmy uh, I, I really appreciate this movie because it kind of taught uh, you know audiences and theaters to shut the fuck up. Yeah. Uh, a Quiet Place. Oh, yeah. I finally get to see it because uh, I wouldn't go see it in a theater. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Ah, man, I, you should have saw it in a theater. I, I just, yeah. I, you great, really should have. Because yeah. I flip out when people talk in a movie. I'd super flip you out. You should have saw it in a movie. Somebody yeah. would have fucked it up for me. I, know. I, I got lucky, and I got a quiet theater. Yeah, so. same here. Yeah. I'm just going to buy it and bring it over here. I still think yeah. people should see that in a the theater because you got too many di- fucking distractions. The dishwasher, the laundry. You That's know, true. Like, you know what I mean? You've got to. Set uh, aside some time. You yeah. could always That's, turn your dishwasher off. That's, that's I don't have a dishwasher, you bourgeois <laughs> motherfucker. Sorry, let me check my let me check my privilege. Yeah, check your privilege, <laughs> motherfucker. You know, uh, dishwashers invented in the 1950s, <laughs> and I happen to have one in 2018. How dare you, <laughs> sir? You bougie fuck! <laughs> How dare I? <laughs> Yo, Hashtag wow. Jay Whitaker's bougie. Uh, right. They couldn't even spell that. Two Criterion's <laughs> coming out. Uh, one called Dragon Inn. I haven't. It looks like there's a. Is it a cinema? Yeah, it's, it looks it's like a, it. It's a motel Oof. off of the. Could be cool. <laughs> and then Bull Durham is a Criterion now. Oh yeah, that's a good movie. Uh, if you want to see James Franco try to make a fucked up version of Mad Max, uh, Future World yeah. is now out. It that's, looks awful. I'll pass. It looks so fucking terrible. Uh, let's see anything else coming out. I know they said uh, what a show that I'm kind of bummed because it's it's not doesn't look like it's getting saved. Uh, is Last Man on Earth? And it is not getting saved. Season season four, uh, if you want it. But I, you know, I'll be honest, it, it ends on a huge cliffhanger. I yeah. know, and it's uh, not going to get solved. That. It is not going to get yeah. resolved. But I loved that show. Yeah. Wyatt Cenac is great. The aliens are great. Uh, everybody on that show so good. Wyatt's great on uh, his. Show uh, problem areas. Yeah, problem areas. Great. Also, it got renewed two seasons. Yeah, it's, yeah. Great. it's a great show. All right, and that's pretty much it. All right, 
Uh, we got a couple of games coming out. Mostly oh, stuff for the Switch. We okay. have uh, Captain Toad Treasure Tracker. Hold it. Captain Toe? Toad. Oh, Toad. Toad. He's, All right. I was going to say, uh, like a big toe? Captain Toe. Uh, so, uh, yeah, there's that one. Uh, also, Octopath Traveler. It's a RPG, kind of old school style with the sprite graphics and everything. Mm-hmm. And uh, Owl Boy Limited Edition, which is another... <laughs> Owl, Owl Boy. Owl Boy, yeah. It's uh, actually a pretty popular uh, indie side-scroller kind of Metroidvania-style game or whatever. That uh, If you're into those, it's it's really good. So there you go. All right. That's good. Mr. B. Hey there, Ham. Thanks for all your questions. We really appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, congratulations. Thank you for staying till the end of the episode, because you want to hear celebrities talk to Jimmy. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're lucky enough to be sent to the uh, Trans- Hotel Transylvania 3. It, it was junket? A long, yeah, it was a long junket. I was actually down there for like five days. Oh, yeah, it's in, in Southern California. A couple of weeks we'll have a Teen Titan stuff. We, which... tried, we tried to hook up. I was down there, too. Yeah. Didn't yeah. work out. Uh, but no, uh, Catherine Hahn, uh, it's funny when you have to interview people for a movie that's not so great. <laughs> so you don't talk about the movie. <laughs> not really. <laughs> that's what you do. <laughs> but she makes, you'll hear it in a second, she makes one of the deepest Utah cuts of now, film re- Now remind us who Catherine Hahn is. Catherine Hahn is, uh, she's in the Bad Moms movies. She's a whole, no, don't get her confused with, because I almost did. I did do my research. She's not on a gas tire. She's not <laughs> on a gas tire. <laughs> they look identical, though. And oh. so, uh, but her name is Catherine Hunch, a funniest shit comedian who just, you can tell she just doesn't give a fuck. All right. And that's my favorite kind. Now, uh, if, if you don't live in Utah, you're not going to understand a lot of what's about to happen. <laughs> but if you do, you'll go, oh. <laughs> and even some people in Utah don't. This was, is some deep cut shit. It was All weird right. as shit. All right, here we go. Absolute pleasure to meet you. Thank you. Um, in this film, you play a cruise director. I'm mm. curious, in your personal opinion, do you think cruises are a vacation destination or a floating nightmare? Ooh, I guess it depends on the cruise. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, right? <laughs> I mean, I'm sure there are, there are some, I mean, I'm sure there are some that are just magical and so amazing. And then there are some that would just be like, <laughs> not great. A retirement home. Right. Yeah. Right. Or just like a, just like a Petri dish for... <laughs> Pretty for much. bacteria. Exactly. But some of them are supposed to be incredible. Sure. I would love to do one one day. There is something that seems really, really relaxing about having nothing to do. <laughs> or eat it. Or just right. <laughs> and just like having, there's no, you can't do anything. Just yeah. being like, you just have to relax. Like that sounds kind of it's, nice. It's days of just you drive and I'm not going to worry about yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there is something about that that seems really, really yeah. compelling. You're, the cruise leaves from the Bruna Triangle. And I'm curious if there's any legends or myths or mysteries that enthrall you that that just fascinate you and that you think about every now and then? Oh gosh, that's a great question. I mean that that certainly does. Um, <laughs> I mean that really does. You know we we're big. Uh, uh, you know we we love a Bigfoot story. My husband's from <laughs> the Pacific Northwest, so we're really into sauce Sasquatch. Um, and, you know any of that stuff sure. for sure. It's summer vacations in the title. I'm curious, what was your favorite uh, vacation as a child? Uh, I mean, I we I grew up in Ohio, and we um, my parents would sometimes rent um, cabins on Lake Erie, and we yeah. would stay there for like a couple weeks, and that was always like the best, the best. Yeah. I mean, I remember my we would go like we'd go to farmers market, and my mom would grill fresh peaches, and I like <laughs> have all these memories of like of that, and that was cool. like the best. 
awesome. Road uh, trips. I love a road trip. Of course. Road trips I are the Love best. a road trip. Makes you makes you an adult. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Being a part of a trilogy, I think, is one of the greatest things. And what is your favorite trilogy of all time? Oh, gosh. <laughs> I was just going to say, there, <laughs> there is a little... Um, God... I mean, the first thing that comes to mind, it's not for children, but it's called the Beaver Trilogy. I know the Beaver Trilogy. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah, I, he was one of my professors. Are you kidding Trent me? Trent Harris. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, I know Trent. <laughs> Big oh, time. Oh, that's lives, an he amazing. Li- he lives in Salt Lake. Oh, are you serious? Teaches at the University of Utah. That's where I went. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that's amazing. I was just introduced to that like about a year and a half ago. And that's I was like, hilarious. Is, yeah, that's yeah. amazing. Yep. Just to see those, also those actors like so young. Yeah. Yeah, anyway, I, I would say that. That could have been the better answer that's, than that one. Good. Okay, I think that's it. I think yeah, that's my go. answer. Perfect. Okay, good. Uh, one of the questions I like to ask that tells a lot about a person, and it's about people singing other people's songs. And in this one, we get the magicness that is, I think that's a word, of Chris Parnell singing Macklemore. And I'm curious, what is your go-to karaoke song? Oh, I have so many. <laughs> I love karaoke so much. Right now, it's Tyrone by Erica Badu. But that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. awesome. Absolute pleasure meeting you. Oh, pleasure Thank meeting you. you. The Beaver Trilogy. Trent Harris, one of my professors. Our old, our old friend Trent Harris. Yeah. You, Directed uh, Ruben and Ed. You know, one of, one of Utah's more famous local weirdos. Oh, he's he's crazy. <laughs> I love him to death, but... And Ruben and Ed is not my favorite movie that he's done. Plan 10? Plan 10 from Outer Space yeah. is the one he did. Plan 10's great. It's just, <laughs> it's it's deep cut Mormon legend shit. Yeah. That's that he makes fun of, and it's hilarious. Go to the Tower Theater; you can find all the Trent stuff. Oh yeah, it's all there. It's all there. I won't say any more. Um, <laughs> so you now you get together, Andy Samberg, yep. and Selena Gomez. Yep, Gomez. I like one of them. I'm not really a fan, you know. You're in love with Andy Samberg. Of course I am. <laughs> I loved Brooklyn Nine Nine, and I think he and the Lonely Island's funny as shit. And he, it was great on Saturday Night Live. Anytime I, I he showed up, he was on Saturday Night Live. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So here it is, Andy Samberg and Selena Gomez talking to Jimmy. Absolutely pleasure meeting both of you guys. I'm curious, we get to visit the Bermuda Triangle in this movie, mm. and I'm curious if you have any, uh, any legends or myths or mysteries that you might be enthralled by that may have been featured on the old show Unsolved Mysteries. Oh, I love that show. <laughs> I don't know. To me, I feel like the Bermuda Triangle is just, just a lot of ocean. Mm. <laughs> to me, it's always just been that Fleetwood Mac song. The Bermuda Triangle. It's a great song. Yeah. Do you really know that song? <laughs> yes, I, I do. Love I love song. Fleetwood Mac. It's early Fleetwood. Yeah. Earlier. Earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the early. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, crops, crop formations. Good ones. Yeah. Wait, but what is what is the conspiracy behind that? We don't know. That's the whole thing. They think it's UFOs. Of course it's UFOs. Could it not just be people just doing it? It could be, but they're really symmetrically perfect, so it's tough to imagine... Quite frankly, the people who live out there pulling it off. Okay. <laughs> I happen to go Sorry, up somewhere there, but cool. No, I mean, it would take some really... I get it, I get it now. The machinery it would take. Yeah. Uh, and the time, and they would appear overnight. Wasting this man's time. I think it's worth discussing. <laughs> All about UFOs. Yeah. Summer vacation is the title. I'm curious what your favorite summer vacation as a child was. Mm. I didn't go on vacation when I was younger. Ever? No, I was working. I this worked is Scott's since I was seven. <laughs> yeah. That's her truth, man. You can't front. Yeah. You can't front on the truth. It's true. Uh, for me, it's just the beach. Yeah! yeah. I was in the <laughs> Just like, woo, the kid, I don't have to work. 
I think there's something special about <laughs> being part of a trilogy. Yeah. What is your favorite trilogy of all time? Ooh, I think I have Godfather. Whoa. Godfather? Ooh, that's Even good. with part three? Yeah. Okay. I just like continue. I just like more of that. For a long time, I would have said the original three Star Wars. Of course. Yeah. I'm a big Lord of the Rings guy. Awesome. Big. Big. <laughs> Read the books growing up. Will rewatch those three movies once every year or two. Uh, so I probably will go with that. Cool. The correct answer is Back to the Future, by the way. But, wow. So. You can't say that's the best trilogy. <laughs> of course I can. It's the best, maybe, first firstigy. The first one. I tattooed it on my body, so it's all right. Trilogy? Yeah. Where? No, the, the, on my leg. <laughs> can I see it? Yeah, if you want to see it. Yeah. It. Real fast? Okay. Mm -hmm. It is. <laughs> The flux capacitor on my lap. Oh, wow. <laughs> that's nice. Committed. Uh, but that's not the trilogy, though. No, no, I don't have the whole, <laughs> the whole script. I was going to say, no <laughs> one put... It's like a triangle. No one put the third Back to the Future tattoo on their body. That's no. my point. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, we are graced with the wonderfulness that is Chris Parnell singing Macklemore in this song. Mm. And I'm curious, what is your go-to karaoke song? Shania Twain. Oh, which one? Any of them. All like, of them. Like, um, whose bed were your boots under? Mm -hmm. Man, I feel like a woman. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you? Probably Parnell doing Macklemore. <laughs> That's that version. It's a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Pleasure to meet you guys. I can tell. Sorry, Iowa. You're in <laughs> Regardless, you're still in love with him. I can tell. Yeah. <laughs> the movie so much. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the key, kids. If you ever are sent on a movie junket to interview celebrities for a movie you don't like, don't talk about the movie. <laughs> don't need to. Just talk about whatever. Karaoke. Yeah, karaoke. Anything. <laughs> anything but the movie. And you're there. All right. Uh, thank you very much, Jimmy. Thank you. Thanks for bringing those. And we will see you next week.